So I don't think Patrick thought this through. He let the podcast start recording, but then he stepped out. And so it's just me. And I don't really know what to do, but oh no, he's coming back. Oh hey. We were we were just talking about you. Who was? Me oh me and the, the audience. Oh hey audience. Episode 148. What is that? What I what the message say? Is that what this is? Uh it's not a bit. I really one, don't know. One one four eight. Cool. Welcome everybody. Episode 148 of the Through Being Cool Podcast. Informed concise, not really. Night riders and Boomer Boys unite. And witness us. I am Patrick. I'm a guy on this show. And I am Tristan. I am the only other guy on this show today. Yeah. Nick's in Hotlanta on his way to Oregon. Small note. Yep. Really, I've always hated that nickname. I just, I love wordplay. And so when you just do like something lazy, like yeah. it, it, it doesn't fit at all. It's just an adjective doesn't even rhyme i don't know i'm assuming it derives from uh hip hip-hop um hotlanta because you know everyone's got a rep a city everyone's got names for stuff clarksville is called the queen city but then so is like cincinnati and like charlotte is also called the queen city so that doesn't really work maybe it's a temperature thing it is hot in georgia uh i mean yeah, but still, like, I, I even if it even if that is where it comes from, my I think the point still stands. It doesn't really like flow off the tongue as like a natural word player or uh, you know alliteration or rhyming scheme or something. But well, how would you feel if I called Huntsville Cuntsville? Yeah, uh, I love it. Please. I'll take 10. Thank you. <laughs> what about when people call Nashville Cashville? Cashville? Yeah, young buck, dog. Welcome to Cashville. Hope you brought your extra clip. See doc, that doc. no, but like I I think I think um like Nash Vegas is kind of like it, but but still I get it because it, it at least incorporates the name of the place and like it doesn't to me, that doesn't clash as badly, but still, it, it's kind of in the same vein. Um, I called Clarksville Shartsville because for some reason, everyone I know who trusts that town's a piece of shit. Oh, <laughs> so it kind of works because if you trust that Clarksville's a cool place to live, you're probably shitty. Didn't know if it was because of food or personal experience with bowels. Um. I mean, I'd rather eat my own shit than move back to Clarksville. That says anything. Fair enough. I got enemies, Tristan. People got grievances. That's not true. I just, there's not, the town offers nothing by way of career or uh, morale. There we go. Just finishing setting this up. You look great. You sound good. Well, thank you. You're, you're sweet. Aww. I'm feeling <clears throat> refreshed and cleansed and 
at you being, ease. Are you being sarcastic? Are you being serious? No, I feel good. I love it. I, I got maybe two and a half, three hours of sleep. I don't know why I try for more. I don't deserve more, but clearly I guess I don't need more either. So whatever. You're in the Kramer time, man. You taking like Tesla naps? No, no. Just, I mean, I guess doing that and then forgetting to take the other naps, I guess. Cause I just, just the three hours. <laughs> you just take the one nap, just the one. What was that episode where he was taking like, I'm taking 15 minute naps, Jerry. I've never gotten more done. Uh, but yeah, I feel I feel fine right now. So I'll write it as long as it lasts. All right, you can lean in because I've been sad, truly sad, Tristan. Not a joke. I'm feeling absolutely heartbroken and sad. I've, my tone may not indicate it, but I have been sad as fuck yesterday and today. Well, and I guess it's not about Star Wars since it's not anger. No, no, no. Let the hate throw, uh, flow through you. And this is not about pet smart. No, 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 no. That's a nope. Nope. Uh, Didn't have to talk to her. They opened up another register and I was like, for those of you who don't know, listen to a couple episodes ago where I uh, really went out, really went in hard <laughs> on a fucking PetSmart employee. That is probably the best way to put that. Yeah. 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 And then you guys left me out hanging like clothes on the line. No, I mean, just we just had some follow up questions. No, no time for those. Tristan, can I can I talk to you about how sad I am, please? I've been looking forward to this because, as we've talked, as you know, you've met some of my other friends. I have a friendship group uh, and, and relationships that I've forged and cultivated with with my friends that doesn't really allow for uh, an expression of feelings or shoulders what to cry on because. Um, my friends wouldn't mind me saying this because they've heard me say it to their faces. 99% uh, of my friends' problems are their own fault, so they know not to talk to me about them because I will offer them nothing. Uh, so because of that, I have also shut off the opportunity for me to talk to my friends <laughs> about when I'm sad or I have a problem because that's a one-way street, buddy. Like, I don't, we don't. Like, I just like, I love, I love Drew and Dito and Spencer and all those guys. And, and all I love those dudes, but like, I can't be like, Hey guys, I'm just having a down week. You guys are my friends for that. <laughs> well, I mean, what about if it's clear that it's not your own doing or do you I just see. not trust yourself that it's not your own doing? Oh, uh, well, I mean, this, this kind of is my own doing, but in a subconscious manner, but also like, I just don't like, they're the kinds of friends who I would talk to about it if they were like, they're just like, yeah, so like, uh, you're going to get the dick out of your mouth and get over it. And I'm like, you know, what? I need that. Thank you. That's what I, that's what I deserve. But this is one of those, uh, I'm, I never thought I'd say this out loud. I'm sad. I'm not in Florida today. That is a weird sentence to say out loud. Yeah. Yeah. I, today I should be in Orlando getting ready to watch my favorite soccer team, my favorite football club play a game, but I'm not because my brain didn't think I deserved such things. And I'm sitting here doing this, which is fine. I love this. This is like my favorite thing in the world to do. But sometimes it's okay to take a day off and go do another thing that you also enjoy. So I can't. I am right here. So, yep. like, to your is... face. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, between that and the thing that you said about 
friend group that you can say stuff to and not say stuff to it's all like i don't mean to personalize but like you're directly calling me a bitch no 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 no. you and nick are the friends i can go to when i'm like hey you guys are trained professionals you've seen me in all of my modes and forms you guys will understand that when i say hey i'm sad i mean it and i'm not just being like i'm having a bad day what I'm saying is you guys are my most apathetic friends. Empathetic? I don't know. I'm the apathetic one. You're right. Now, I don't know. Like, exactly. <laughs> you, you tell me. <laughs> it's like, you, you tell me how I should feel about what word I should use. Yeah, man, it fucking sucks. I've been sad all fucking day. I was going to say, I, this was uh, intentionally not covered last week. So do you want to go into it? Yeah, man, I'm fucking sad as shit. Okay, uh, so want to want to back that up? Like, okay. Wanna... So I I I'm at a place where I I've worked hard and I I moved and I had I it didn't cost me as much as I thought it would for me to move because I don't know how money works and I had a little bit of scratch saved so I was like you know what I'm gonna do something special for Patty Boy and I bought myself a ticket and a hotel room and a plane ticket to go see Chelsea FC play in Orlando. Uh, and I was like, hell yeah, hell yeah. It's going to be great because I'm also a member of the Chelsea supporters trust, which is like essentially a giant fan club, but it's like, you actually like talk to people and they'll help you hook up like with places like the stay and shit. Um, so like there was going to be a bunch of events this weekend that I was going to go to as a member of that whole thing. And uh, I was like, it's going to be awesome. I'm going to go, I'll fly in Friday. I'll hang out in a hotel room by myself where I'll meet some of some dudes that I met on the internet, some dudes, some other soccer dudes. And then I'll go and uh, I'll go to the game the next day. And it'll be cool. It'll be a, it'll be a fun time. It'll be a thing. It'll be a thing that I did for me that I earned. Well, uh, as we've talked about before, I've been recently diagnosed with disassociative disorder and it's like having night terrors, but during the day, and uh, early week before last, I had a disassociative episode where I uh, canceled all my reservations. Not only did I cancel my reservations, but I sent an email to Delta explaining my situation and getting refunded. So I had to do all of this stuff. And I know that I was doing it, but for some reason, I couldn't stop doing it. So here I am, the day the event was to occur. And I'm fucking doing this. That last part sounds like a jab. It's not a jab. It's not a jab. It's not a jab. Tristan, don't take it as a jab. I, I didn't say. I didn't say anything. It's it's my fault. You can see my face as we as we talk. So uh, no, I um, I might have missed this, but I was not aware that you were officially diagnosed. Yeah. When did that happen? Uh... Okay, so let's not do the official diagnosis thing. Let's take a step back. Um, I've been seeing a therapist and I've been trying to get in touch with getting a psychiatrist up, like appointment set up so I can actually have whatever it is that needs to get done to get a clinical diagnosis for this. Um, but my therapist that I've talked to and, and been seeing has just kind of been like, hey, we need to get you in somewhere to have this looked at. Um, it's been a, mostly on my side because uh, work, I say work, but also like COVID and getting into anything here um, is kind of a pain in the ass because everything is... Places who understand how science work understand that Alabama is still very much in the red zone and shut shit down. Like Emily had her procedure a couple of weeks ago. I couldn't go, like couldn't go past the hospital waiting room. Um, 
So like places are taking that shit, places that should be taking it seriously, AKA everybody still is. So like, I can't get an appointment anywhere because most places aren't taking new patients. So I've just been going to therapy and the therapist is just kind of like, yeah, you have this. Like, this is the thing that she goes, my, my professional opinion is that this is something you need to get a official diagnosis for because what you're explaining to me sounds like this. It's a thing you need to get a hold of because what I'm afraid I'm going to do at this point is I'm afraid I'm going to quit my fucking job. Mm-hmm. Like I'm like Emily is genuinely, I'm not really afraid. Cause like whatever, but uh, Emily is like genuinely afraid that one day I'm going to have an episode and like put in my two weeks. I mean, <clears throat> that's not an unfounded concern really. No, I don't think so. No. Um, I mean, I'm not concerned. And to be, well, I mean, it's good to keep in mind. I'm not saying you should be afraid, but uh, you will be. Uh, <laughs> but for anybody who doesn't know and like has never encountered that, a dissociative state is... It's not moon night. <laughs> no, it's, it's not. Uh, it's not nearly as cool. It is... Um, whenever... Someone says that they feel like uh, they're kind of out, outside themselves or bes- like beside themselves. They can't, they feel like they're having either like an out of body experience or they just feel like shut down yeah. and, and aren't registering what's around them. That's more or less a dissociative state. And dissociative disorder is when you have a tendency to go into a dissociative state and just kind of. Uh, check out and and let autopilot take over and um, sometimes you're aware of what's going on sometimes you're not um sounds like you've had both um this was the first one that i was like whoa what are we doing kind of thing um it was almost like i was riding shotgun to my own brain um the other times i've had them it was just like a loss of time where i'd be like oh i was here and then 15 i'll look at my watch kind of come to somewhere else and be like what was that about? Um, the longest I had was like, I think 45 minutes I lost one time. Um, so that mm. was weird. Uh, yeah. It almost feels like you're kind of like coming out of like a meditative state. If you meditate, like you're, you're there, but you're also like not, it's almost like I fell asleep standing up, but this was the first one where like I, uh, did some shit. If I had mm-hmm. to describe it, it'd be like, you know, when you're driving down the road and like, you've been down the road a thousand times, and then you're just kind of like, oh, I'm here now. You leave, and then you're like, oh, I'm where I needed to be. Mm-hmm. It's like that. Yeah, the the whole driving phenomenon. Yeah, yeah, check it out. Yeah, no, it's um, it's it's definitely something that should be checked out. Um, that I think we talked about that before when we were talking about Patty D. That you know. Because I, that's when I was trying to like jokes aside, is this like legitimately happening? Are you in, like embellishing? You know, I was trying to ask you if if you were literally dissociating. Yeah, uh, and if so, you should get it checked out for yeah, sure. I I know, yeah, and I'm going. I here's what I'm saying. I'm going to. Mm-hmm. I do. I do. I do check these places that are within my health coverage on a weekly basis, like, Hey, you guys taking new patients? Nope. Okay, cool. It's actually part of my therapy is me having to like confirm with her that I am trying to get into places. She's given me a list of places and tried to give me a referral, but none of those places are taking new patients right now. Hmm. So 
that's been, it's been tough because also my health insurance, uh, believe it or not, Tristan fucking sucks. And, uh, I have a certain kind that not everybody here takes. So that blows. That really does suck. Actually, that's not to turn this into being about me. I, no, 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 no. This is fucking, I fucking, let's do it. Well, it's just something that I am, <clears throat> I need to be more proactive than I have been. And that's actually what I'm, I'm off next week. Um, it was originally going to be for the move that was going to be happening this week or this weekend. And then having next week to have set up and have all services turned on, have myself moved in. Right. But um, what I'm now that the move is going to be on uh, three weeks from now, I guess it's I'm, I still decided to keep this time off um, since it was already blocked out right. and and just use it to go ahead and pack and everything. But I'm going to also use it to try to type some loose ends, like figuring out what my insurance situation is going to be like when I move states again. Um, which, by the way, um, I'm hoping that you actually have an HR person because my HR person is the accountant. <laughs> and uh, we do the new company does the old company didn't didn't have an HR person. I felt confident talking to because I knew her. Um, but no, the new one does. It's actually something we actually had a conversation yesterday. So oh, good. Yeah, yeah. I I don't know how to like. I okay. This is a weird thing. I was talking to Emily about this and uh, she said that i need to let the hr people know and i was like well i can't do that without an official diagnosis if not i'm just going to look like a crazy person don't don't do that yeah yeah don't for, do one, for one it's another business you can you report that to them if you feel comfortable doing it and you right want to. Uh, that that's people say HIPAA, HIPAA, whatever that I mean that's literally your your health information don't don't give them a um, suspicion of a diagnosis that will fuck you up. What like, if I have the diagnosis? Um, and even then, I unless you have a concern that it is going to impact your job, um, you know, they there are a lot of things that they can't discriminate against you for. But I, you know, a shit like that works. You put something in somebody's head. It's going to oh, be yeah, there. Yeah. But you also know that I don't think anything's anybody's business. So yeah. So no, <laughs> I, I, I usually agree with Emily on most things, especially when it comes to you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but on this, I would say I just, I really feel like I have three boyfriends or three girlfriends sometimes. No, You're I think welcome. the first one was right. Three boyfriends. We've all met her. Yeah. Three boyfriends. <laughs> You're welcome. But no, um, I, I'm not a fan of uh, giving. <laughs> it, it, it reminds me of magic. Everything reminds me of magic, I guess. But everything you so, do is magic. Yeah, uh, you don't want to. One of the things that you have as a resource is constantly just information of you know game state cards in hand, cards not in hand. Uh, I play magic, so I know. Not everybody does. Well, what a life to live. But uh, either way, just like most games, information is a resource. I, I'm not a fan of giving more information than is absolutely necessary in terms of trying to Ooh. work out a strategic Ooh. situation to your advantage. Trudy keeps it close to the chest. Absolutely. You, I'm the same way, man. <laughs> like, 
Dude. Um, yeah. Fuck. So, so even if I get a diagnosis, I shouldn't say anything. Just um, have it in my pocket in case someone gets wild about some shit. I'd be like, oh yeah, about this. Uh, heads up. You can't I, fire me. I got, I got bad brain. To the point, my belief, at least in the, you know, minute and a half that I've been considering it since you brought it up. Uh, good. You know, it's good to know it's thought out. Well, right. But, you know, this, I'm just saying like on the spot, me thinking as myself, if it were me, it's my belief is that I wouldn't even bring it up until such a time arises that you have a dissociative state and then you miss work. And yeah. then you say, look, here's what's going on. Okay. Yeah. That's what I was kind of like afraid of. Cause Emily's like, would you, did you miss a meeting? Also that kind of stuff. And I was like, I mean, maybe I don't really. And I looked at my calendar. I was like, yeah, I missed a meeting, but it wasn't my meeting. So I wasn't really worried about it. The meeting went on without me and we're in the business. Uh, we're in the business where if someone can't make a meeting, no one gets butthurt about it because they just assume everybody's a thousand times busier than they really are. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, they couldn't be here today. Not a big deal. Move along. Plus everything's fucking recorded. Right. Um, for better or for worse. Uh, so yeah, that's kind of, that's where my head was at. Was like, like I was kind of torn. Like, should I say something? But also like, I don't think it'll put a target on my back, but I also want to be looked view, like viewed by the weird guy. And I don't trust HR people not to fucking talk to at least each other. And I don't want all that shit out there. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah. It, it <clears throat> I mean, one of the big things um at least from my point of view is that it um even if nothing's directly acted on um it it has the possibility to color uh expectations and color um reality to where like if something happens it's then viewed from the lens of it being related to this even if it's not this sounds really i don't want to sound like i'm minimalizing minimalizing if that's even the word i'm looking for right now but uh, i remember the way i got looked at when i told people i, I didn't eat meat when i worked at hobby lobby <laughs> like i can imagine oh. the way people reacted i was like no i don't really eat meat they're like what so i could only imagine if they were if like someone found out like what do you mean your brain shuts down and you go into coat you go into auto you go into autopilot like i just fucking oh yeah i mean that that would be like uh, yeah, you um, you end up shitting your shitting your pants for a week. It's like, oh, I, I bet it's the no meat stuff, <laughs> like that. It, like it, stuff that would have nothing to do with it. That's what well, I you, think. Would you, you're not. I mean, I got I, w- I got sick one time when I was working there and missed a couple of days. And they were like, you know, if you ate more meat, you wouldn't get sick. And I was like, shut the fuck up, you podunk, fucking yarn slinger. Shut up. Shut up. The yarn slinger is not a euphemism. That's what they did. They worked in the yarn section. <laughs> Hobby Lobby has a yarn section. If you haven't sure. been there before. And uh, an ancient artifact section, too. Dude, we talk about it. And every time it comes up, I got to say it. Bucket list. Bucket list. To, to raise this as an ancient civilization? No, bucket list. Hockey stick, walk into a Hobby Lobby. Oh. Go, go get them. <laughs> That's that's a fucking bucket list fucking thing for me. Hockey sticker, baseball bat. Here's your Hobby Lobby. Go nuts. If I was a Make-A-Wish kid, that's what it would be. And they'll be out $45. Less than that, man. I know how that fucking place works. That I mean, when, when you have a constant coupon yeah. for 50% off anything in the store. Well, it's 40 now. Oh, is it 40? Oh. 40 now. And they've actually, put a, they've actually put adjustments on it. 
you can't use it on anything technically framing anymore. You can't use it on anything that has to do with frames um, because okay. technically the That's frame shop serve, is yeah. separate and it's a trade trade service provided within a Hobby Lobby, which I kind of understand because Shit. most of the times either the mats or the frames themselves are 50% off. So sure. it doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. That's, that's like when, when your store is when, when everything is constantly on sale or there's some sort of secret sale going on, yeah. it, it's a, just a scam. Uh, that whole place is just markup. Yeah. I, but I go there. And I buy shit because I can get it for 50% off. Like that's the whole yeah. thing about Hobby Lobby. Like, we would have, when I worked there, um, depending on who was working, like if a certain managers were there, you would have managers who'd be like, oh, please keep in mind the 50% off thing, the 50% off coupon is for one item per mm-hmm. order. And then we'd have other managers like, just fucking put it on everything. Who gives a shit? We don't, we fucking, who gives a shit? And so like Christmas time, you would always have to like wonder who's on staff because if someone came in with like a Christmas tree and a bunch of shit, they wanted you to use a 50% off coupon on like the cheapest thing. And then you'd go to ring up that Christmas tree and that fucking dickhead in the, in the fucking cards, like this is 50% off bro. And you're like, if you'd have been here at noon, yeah, but you're here at four and the new guy's here and I can't deal with that heat. So mm-hmm. I was like, if you want this to be 50% off, buy everything, buy this shit in the cart, walk outside, fucking come back, get this. Technically it's a second order we're cool. And like, that's what people would do. People would have like one or two things, buy it, leave. And they get back in line. I just pull it off behind the counter. Like, is this what you wanted to buy now? I'd come in a couple of times a day in one day uh, there just to do that. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's just, they put the, smart. Uh, they put the Sharpie markers and all the art markers in a plastic lock case now. Um, but they didn't when I worked there. Jesus. That's because uh, well, yeah. I mean, you just, I would just, it. Dude, I would just watch people fucking steal from hobby, all ages, but mostly old people just stealing paintbrushes and paint right in fucking front of me. Hmm. Would go get fabric uh, cut. Fucking paintbrushes, deceptively expensive. Like you wouldn't. I mean, I guess you would if you're an artist, expected, but just like a stick in hairs, you know. Dude, people would be like, "Oh, what's the difference between this one and the horse hair?" Like, I don't know, other than that, one is made of horse hair. Mm-hmm. which one's good for oil I, they don't train me on this ma'am i'm just here because i know where the stuff goes over here you're asking me if i know any you know the difference i say nay that's all Break i got down it's the best i can do that's the name of the episode i'll send it to nick he'll do artwork with no context <laughs> um yeah so nick's not here nick is not you yeah. you said uh, he's in Hotlanta. He is. Um, he's going to Oregon, right? Uh, yeah. I. What What was he doing in Oregon? I don't know. I don't think oh. he said. Okay. I think her family, his wife's family, is at there. Is at there. I don't know, man. I was fucking. I honestly don't think he said. I think he might have said off the show, but I don't think he said on the show. So I don't know if he wants that out there, but he's going to the visit. Gotcha. That. I know that he said he'll be here. He could be here next week, but fucking get, you're on vacation, man. Get the fuck out of here. Mm. This is this is nonsense. We can we can we can steer this ship. Yeah, I'm technically on vacation. But. Dude, I should I had yesterday's schedule off. I should have taken it, but I didn't. I was well, afraid you, if I took it off, I'd just be sad all day. You were scheduled off or well yesterday was when I was supposed to fly out. Oh yeah. Oh, so you didn't 
No, I just canceled it. Oh, that's a bummer. Just, you should have taken it. I just pocketed the floating holiday. Um, I might take the Monday after I get back from Donnie's wedding off because I got that Friday off to fly, so I might take that Monday off. Wait, is there a holiday or? Just... Uh, well, floating holidays for my company. Oh, uh, we don't get Martin Luther King's Day off or Juneteenth, so I can pocket those as floating holidays. Oh, so yeah. wait, they'll they'll give you like uh, a holiday day. They'll give you extra PTO but they won't give you the day. Try being in that meeting when a black person asked that question. Cause I was there and it was great. And oh, how do they handle it? And watching a bunch of white guys fucking, you could, I'm glad they were sitting down cause the backpedaling they were doing, they're going to fucking break some ankles. Trip over themselves. Oh dude. Oh, it was well, just we just, of, we can't have everybody off at the same time. So we just figure we Oh, uh, well, well, it being a, uh, well, it being a remote office, not every state that we have business or work within uh, gets that off. As a, and the girls, like, it's a federal holiday. So you, you, you can get it off and it's expected to be off. So why are we off? Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, it's so, when we set up the calendar for every year and it's just like, just, just, just say, just, just do it. Like, yeah, so, I was just gonna say, just, just do it at that yeah, point. Just get, yeah. It's like, you could make this so much easier. If you you could either it. like, like not acknowledge it at all and yeah. don't, don't offer the day or just offer the day. I, I've said it before, um, like we've had meetings and they, you know, cause I'm a member of management, whatever. And we'll have meetings about like employee sat satisfaction stuff. And like people ask like, what are some things that you think people aren't talking about? And I was like, well, I know no one's talking about this. So I'm just going to talk about it. Uh, not having Juneteenth and Martin Luther King's day off for a company that prides itself on being forward thinking in the realm of software and innovation, uh, real backwards behavior, real dumb. And I said, it's like real, real dumb. And uh, I was like, we have enough, I was like, we have enough employees um, who aren't white that we should recognize that. Uh, so. And, and, you know, realistically, even if you didn't, which you should uh, yeah. have em- employees who were like, who are black, you should just, you should still do it anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I said, uh, Hey, you know what? We, uh, we get Thanksgiving off and I don't think anyone here is of pilgrim descent. So we get it off. What? Cause it's a federal holiday. Okay, cool. So why doesn't that logic apply to these other two holidays that are recognized as federal holidays? Get the when birth, I, birth of Christ off. <laughs> dude, when I, uh, when I worked at three G, uh, stopped it right there. Uh, when I worked at the other company, um, because it was in Decatur, I was just kind of like, yeah, there's no conversation to be had here. There's, I'm probably the only person who's ever even considered having this conversation. But with the other company being based out of where it is, I was like, hey, it seems weird. Mm-hmm. You guys are a little, uh, a little north and a little west for this to be a thing that you guys haven't recognized yet. I'd probably give it two or three years, and then they'll, they'll uh, come around on it and make it seem like it was a great idea. It's... So. It's something I bring up every time we have one of those meetings of like, yeah, still, uh, we still don't have Juneteenth and Martin Luther King's Day off, and that's fucked. My last, I think I said fucked in the last meeting because it was like five or six people who I talked to every day. So I was like, yeah, it's fucked. It's mm-hmm. a bad look. And if I was a person of African, if I was an African-American or a person of color or a minority who worked for this company, uh, I would be livid. But I'm not going to call up a struggle. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. I was like, I told them, I was like, there's no way for you guys to have that conversation and not sound like assholes. So just yeah. stop having stop stop setting yourself to have to have that conversation again. Yeah, that, that's what's that's what's really funny to me is that most employers just go the route of not 
offering it as a day off. But when you do in such a weird way, you invite the conversation. Yeah. The floating holiday thing is such a weird, cause it's just like, well, now you're just, now you're just admitting you don't want to recognize it. Yeah. Cause it's like, you can, you can, but like, you can uh, just, if yeah. that's your thing, you can just take another day off. It's fine. It's whatever. Yeah. yeah it's so fucking white. <laughs> it's yeah. That that's fucked up. Yeah, like I said, look, it's a, our headquarters is a little northwest for that mentality. I uh, don't understand it. I don't understand it. Um, yeah, but you should you should have taken uh, that day. Nah, I'm afraid if I had taken the day off, I just wallowed. What Friday yesterday? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, we could have recorded yesterday. Oh, we could have. I mean, I was off. I I my day off started my my time off started yesterday well, nobody tells me anything and that's fine this is actually recording on saturday is kind of like a routine for me that i like i got up early i went on a th- uh three-hour hike on accident and uh now i'm talking to you i mean we we joked before but uh dissociative fugue I'm just hoping that one of these days you don't have a dissociative episode while you're mid-hike. I don't think that I will because I've I've noticed that they happen in moments of like immense boredom. Or and this is gonna sound real shitty, almost always during work hours. I've never had one outside of work hours. They've always happened when I'm at work. So then I started thinking, oh my God, is my brain recognizing? something going on in the monitors and I'm getting hypnotized like in Batman and Robin. That's Occam's razor, man. Although that would be the cooler answer. Yeah. No, it's, it's just the general, uh, the, the most simple things that there's a, some sort of stressor or some sort of trigger about work that kind of yeah. puts you in that mindset. Um, I can get so bored my brain shuts off, Tristan. Although I thought this most recent one was like in the middle of the night. No, this was like in the morning and this is in the morning hours, like 7 a.m. Oh, okay. No, I woke up in the middle of the night, couldn't go back to sleep. So probably not sleeping probably triggered it. Um, But unless I'm misremembering, there, got it, got it. This happened at like 6, 37 o'clock. Gotcha. Well, yeah, I'd say that from what I remember, For one, it's it's kind of like a panic attack where the the more you have them, the, like you you're more prone to having them in the future. Great. Uh, I may be misremembering that, but I don't know. Mismembering. Mismembering. Um, but then also, um, generally speaking, there are catalysts, triggers that in like in the environment with your mood whatever um they and if it's if it seemingly happens for no reason from what i do remember it's it's one of those things where when you start to analyze it with a therapist or whatever you track down that there actually was a trigger for yeah. it you just didn't recognize it at the time she uh she lets me have it um my therapist does as i enjoy uh because i talk about how i have to do very little at work to get my work done because I worked really hard and I got hired to like set up all these triggers and forms and stuff that all I do now is input and then it's done. Mm -hmm. So 
the majority of my work, unless it's like meetings or like to do's that kind of spring up, I'm done by like noon. Mm-hmm. And like, usually it, <laughs> like she said, yeah, that's, it's probably not good for how you work to have automated your job. And then she uh, gives me shit because she says that only a white guy in his thirties could pull that off. And I said, you're not wrong. I think that's kind of insulting that she doesn't think anybody else is smart enough to be able to <laughs> think ahead. I told her you're giving it. Yeah, like, I think you're giving me too much credit because pretty much all I've done is just acclimated old formulas from old jobs to this one and kind of gone like, yeah, the data is data is data. What do you want? What do you want out of it? No, I'm, I'm intentionally being just dis, uh, disingenuous. Uh, I, I'm sure she means that you, only you would be able to have the ability to just slack off half, yeah, half the yeah, day. As a white guy. Yeah. Yeah. She's not wrong. Um, no, that's absolutely true. Yeah, and then she, uh, when I told her that um, they keep they offered me new positions and I've turned them down, she went, "Oh, the plight of the white man." I don't want one position. I want all positions. <laughs> well, they talked about it yesterday, and I was like, "No, I'm good." The fifth element. Yeah, they talked about the fifth element yesterday. No, uh, my boss was talking about like some positions within the department, and I was like, "No," and she goes, "They pay more," and I was like, "It's more work," and she laughs, but I didn't. So I always try to have like this weird, like almost like pretentious response to her. So she thinks so that they, the illusion of uh, care for the company, I'm like, look, I'm really good at what I do now. Everybody's happy with what I'm doing now. If I go and I do something else, in addition to this, I can't guarantee that this will be to the level it has been. Mm -hmm. So if you pile it on, yeah, I could do more, but will what I'm doing still be as good as it is? And she's like, you know, it's very responsible thinking. And I'm just kind of like, you just got fucking sold. You got sold on me still doing nothing, still doing very little to just hang out. Mm-hmm. That's, I the, mean, that's the years mm-hmm. of salesmanship, Tristan. That's where you and I have found a way to continue to fumble up. And I will never... I do my best to in departmental stuff i will for one i always empathize with all the bullshit we have to put up with as a department for sure because it is bullshit a lot of it is just mm-hmm. nonsense because they don't the higher-ups don't know how it works on the ground floor and they <clears throat> they just don't have any mind or concern for what we do right um but the other thing is that i have automated to the best of my ability of my job to to the point where i have like 20 different auto respond email not auto respond but like email signatures yep. for for specific situations that i will just fire off for for things that come through and then um other stuff is just me spending time on the phone with people who call in but um but i will never I will never advertise how easy my job is. Oh, no, 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 no. I, that's when they were like, well, they were talking about like resources for the department and talking about like whether or not they need to bring in another person who does my job. And I was like, oh, let's slow down now. Let's, uh, let's not, let's not, let's not have somebody else come in here and take a peek behind the curtain, see how, uh, see how everything is, see how the sausage is made. Cause I'm the (laughs) dude who will finish everything by 11 and then sit on it for a little bit so that nobody gets this weird expectation that I can turn shit around in 15 minutes, you know? Um, Mm. Like we had a discussion yesterday where somebody was like, Hey, 
we got these monthly reports and they do this, but I'd really like to see them some additions to them. Patrick, do you think you could figure it out? And I was like, yeah, sure. And not to toot my own horn, but I was already doing that on mm -hmm. a separate sheet just for me. Mm -hmm. So I was like, yeah, I think I could probably make, find a way to make it work. He goes, well, could you have those to me by Wednesday? And I was like, yeah. And I then guess. I just, oh, yeah, then I try. Yeah. Then I just opened up my Excel sheet and I was like, yeah, it's already done. <laughs> and, then nice. was, and it's like, I'm not even like a whiz at Excel. I just, where I think people sounds really like dumb is like where I think where people, maybe this is a tip for all you career kids out there. Uh, if someone tells you to ask you to do something like, Hey, can you do this? Go? Yeah, sure. But follow it up with, but what do you want out of it? What do you need this to do? What do you need this to look like? Because mm -hmm. if someone just asks you, can you do this? You're going to spend a lot of fucking, you could potentially fall into a hole and spend a lot of your time finding a way to do it. And like, yes, you have done it, but it's not what they want. Mm -hmm. So I always be like, all right, yeah, yeah, I can do that. But what do you want out of it? What right. do you need this? What, 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 are, what are you trying to get out of this? And you can figure it out that way. I just figured, man, that's a tip for all your career kids out there. Ask more questions. I, I've got a tip too, if we're just going to have this be career corner. Career corner. Uh, get a job. Don't kill yourself. Jobs are gay and you don't have to have one. And then we get struck Jobs by Nintendo. Suck dick. Um, my recommendation or a recommendation, <clears throat> because we, we talked before about putting in bare minimum, whatever, uh, and like people who pretty much put it on, like wear it on their sleeve, they are going to do the bare minimum um, in public facing jobs and stuff. My recommendation is to go kind of the opposite a lot of times. And that is to be very um, engaged with and like, I guess have a lot of, initiative and and just straightforwardness with like your position with all the things that that revolve around your position not because you care about the company but to cover your ass and your department so <laughs> that you can be like for, for me being in, in customer service for all of our online stuff and which entails pretty much everything a whole lot of stuff because so much, much of our stuff is online now, when they talk about making changes or trying to do a new promotion or any, anything, whatever it is, having a new program or having a new change to the format of how we, how we get our programs out, I'm constantly being hypervigilant, trying to poke holes in whatever they're trying to do yep. and analyze it interpret all the ways that it's going to be misunderstood by customers mm -hmm. because at the end of the day, like me putting in the work and trying to like ask a million questions and to be a pain in the ass up front is so that I don't have to deal with that shit later. Yep. So that would be my recommendation is, is instead of just like, I, I keep my head low and I do not engage with a lot of that shit, but where I will engage and I will become very active is in trying to cover my ass pick your battles not everyone's problem is yours cover your own ass and never let them know how little you do but also never tell anyone how little you do
the illusion of busy. I learned that at Dell. No matter where you go, carry your little fucking laptop around and walk fast. And everyone just assumes you're fucking busy and you're on your way to something and no one will bother you. Even though you're really just going down to the cafeteria to hang out. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, but I mean, it is true. Like <clears throat> if, especially in a, a company where I work, where there are only 30 or so people that work there uh, and, and customer service more, more or less in terms of people who know what they're doing and can do pretty much anything service related. I'm, I'm the only full-time person. I'm, I'm the person for that. Or if, 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 if something like if something needs to happen, um, I'm involved in that chain somewhere. So yeah. like you, if there's, if there's like something going on that you think is going to cause a problem, it's probably good to just go ahead and bring it up, make a stink about it because no one else, like you said, it, you, not all of your problems are everyone else's problems, but everyone else has a tendency to do things that become your problems and mm -hmm. so you need to make sure to let them know that it is a problem because if it's not then you're just uh kind of stuck with it and the, the same reason i don't volunteer to do shit no uh, but like things that aren't classically in your position because they become your job when i was at my old job one of the things that I had to do was provide like support hours and support losses and how those hours translated to dollars given like account sizes and stuff. Pretty simple. It's not hard. It's a plus minus once you know the numbers. Um, and I remember I kept having these kinds of meetings where I was like, yeah, you guys keep wanting to change plans, but you don't want to do a blanket terminology of what all these plans mean. So you have all these variances. So and I would like make a big stink about like, no, it'll be fine. Once we get everybody switched over to the new plans. And I was like, okay, cool. So in the meantime is what, what do you want from me? Do you want me to come here every week and give you the numbers and show how fucked we are? Or do you want me to try to fix how fucked this is? Because I can do both of those things, but I need to know which one you want so that I'm not getting invested in this. Right. And they were like, just show us how fucked we are. And I was like, gotcha. Easy. Just number input. Here you go. Here's the money. Here's the loss versus the gains, net new, all that nonsense. Here you go. Business jargon. Like, cool. Thank you. And I was like, don't ask me how to, don't, don't ask me how to fix this. Cause that's obviously not what you're concerned with. You just want to know how fucked we're going to be for how long. Here you go. How do you fix it? Change the fucking name, send an email. That's how you change it. Cause the contract says we can change it with 90 day notice. So you just put an expiration date on everything, but Hey, if you guys don't want to do that, I'll show you how fucked we're going to be for the next 90 days. Nice. Cause I used to get mad about it. Like you guys are going to do that. This is going to happen. And then I was like, Oh, that's not what you're asking me to do. So my job in this <laughs> scenario is to just show the fucked instead of fixing the fuck. Give me an hour. And yeah, I mean, that's, that's kind of one of the reasons why I take the approach that I do is because it was really hard for me to not get super invested in everything that was happening. Um, Cause I, I was mistakenly going under the assumption that as a whole, like what the organization, what their, what the motivations were. Right, right, right. <laughs> we're, we're not all on the same page, clearly. Oh. 
that's my mistake for assuming that we were trying to do the things that made the most sense all the time. So I I removed that expectation for myself. So I would stop like setting myself up to be upset and instead just go into like defense mode and just like, like just being my own advocate and an advocate for my department. Right. One of the things that I, uh, my therapist and I were talking about was like when to allow the company to have my mind this makes sense of like when do you need me to be a body doing work and when do you need me to think through something mm-hmm. like when are you just asking me to complete a task first provide a solution that way i don't get too invested or too upset if i understand am i just crunching numbers or am i trying to fix this and if it's situations right. where i have to like we need someone to fix this and I, like you're saying like you have to be invested in that because that's going to take more than just like looking at shit. That's going to take like actual thought and analysis and time. And like, you know, for lack of a better word, some kind of passion behind what your, your motivation of wanting to get a resolution. Whereas it was mm-hmm. kind of like, Hey, we need this and this and this. And then while you're doing it, you're like, Oh, this is kind of fucked. And they're like, yeah, we don't care. Just show it to us. Mm-hmm. And those are the types of, I'm trying to find more work along the lines of like body work versus mind work. Or like, I'm cool with just crunching numbers. I don't know the best solution to fix things, but in a corporate environment, I know that that's probably not my job and my position. So don't give me that kind of work. Plus a lot of times, like you said, I feel like they're just asking me to do that so I can do it and then kind of go, here you go, corporate overlords. What do you guys think? I should, mm-hmm. I should go sit. I should go back over here and sit down. Yeah. I wasted an hour of your time. Thanks. Joke's on you. No, I didn't. Which Pardon like me. for me, that was wow. Did that, did that come through? Sure did. Oh no. Sorry. That was that was just straight up like moist whoopee cushion. Dude, I am stewing. It is a Rob Thomas of a kind of day here. Uh a hot one. Nice. Santana. Uh yeah, I mean that's uh but, for me, it's it's uh, trying to, it's an acknowledgement of of my my own needs and how I how I function, and just knowing that my my resources for uh, you know for for dealing with nonsense is is very is very strapped, and like I'm I'm an introvert. I already don't like interacting with people anyway. Um, and so, <clears throat> especially for stuff when like, stuff that would necessi- necessitate me being a point person and trying to uh, like be a liaison and do inter- like interdepartmental stuff. Oh, it sucks. And, like reaching out to people. Yeah, I'm not going to do that if it's if it's just going to be one of those things where nothing gets done with it anyway that's why i could never be a project manager so much of that is like hey how's it going i should go get fucked okay i'm gonna go get fucked i'll go talk to the other guy hey how are you doing oh you you and the other guy have been talking about how much i should go get fucked sounds good all right i'll be over here getting fucked (laughs) yeah i i couldn't imagine like the people who like make their living out of talking to all those different people and be like how are we all doing guys we all doing good we're all on a schedule Oh, now you that, can't get your work done? You're on vacation unexpectedly? So now everything's going to be pushed off by three days? Well, fuck. <laughs> fuck that. 
Now that being said, it 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 floors me like for me to not like to deal with people very much and not like to <clears throat> I don't network or and stuff, but like it's amazing to me how disinterested like anyone else in my company is with working together either like they're all off doing their separate things yeah and no one like there's no communication to so when a problem comes up it needs to go to like three different places yeah because the, the departments aren't talking to like so many times that i've had to be like all the stuff because like customer service works with uh accounting and and shipping and the uh the registrar that actually like has things like courses and products put on people's accounts or removed from people's accounts uh so it, it amazes me how many times that i've i've made myself the point person and made it a point to have good communication and like have a good working relationship with those people yeah. on the ground floor um because nobody like it's it's one person that's in charge of that area who also happens to be the accounting person who also happens to be the hr person that I was talking about earlier and she is the she is known to be incredibly unpleasant <laughs> is the way that i will say that um man it's so weird i made a it's interesting you mentioned that i made a report for myself i went in there and did some uh data analysis and realized that the last uh five people who have quit our job who have quit uh the company uh worked directly with a singular person and then I cross-referenced that with the uh, the equal amount of accounts we've lost in the last 18 months. And Jesus. they're also uh, involve her in a leader, this person in a leadership role in some capacity. Wow. And I'm just sitting on this and I'm just kind of like, huh, do I show this to somebody or does everyone just kind of know? And then also if I show it to somebody, they're going to be like, this is what you did. <laughs> like you did this with your sure. day. You know what I mean? And I can't tell I did it in the week and they're like, oh, so you off the clock use confidential information to form your theories. You know what I mean? So it's this weird thing of like, ah, I was fucking, it's that thing of like, it involves so many people that somebody has to, somebody, it can't just be me. You know so, what I mean? I mean, you're not really putting in, you're not really putting in time into to dig into a conspiracy. It's like thinking that there's a conspiracy just like in the connection between a bunch of books because you looked at the author. It's, a, yeah. it, it's, it's right there. The information's there. Yeah, it's, like, it's kind of like one of those things where it's like, because I'm an asshole and like my job is to like have like, don't talk about unless I can't, unless I can prove it kind of thing because it's, it's data. It, it is really interesting to be like, yeah, the data is this person's name. <laughs> like, yeah. like that's the data is this person's name and the calendar. I mean, and uh, if we want to look at people, it's just like, look at project alignments. It's this person. I mean, you don't need to make conclusions. You're just offering an observation. It just, oh, yeah. it is. You got, anybody else see this thing I made? It's just a weird, <laughs> just a weird pattern. Anybody else noticed how like when they're around, everybody's like, ugh, yuck, gross. <laughs> and or whenever just, someone's like, you need to call them, they're like, ugh, do I have to? Or can you do it? Or I don't have a problem. <laughs> And the thing is like, well, can you talk? Can you talk to them, Patrick? Like, yeah, sure, because uh, I don't care. I'll talk to them. I don't give a shit. I'm like, yeah, why? You, okay, you're mean. Why are you being mean? Don't be mean to me. Like, I've said that in front. I've said that to them in front of like 40 people before. Hey, you're being mean. Stop being mean. Now, like in, in my instance, uh, everybody knows uh, because again, 30 people. She, she, everyone knows, and that's also the person I mentioned this a long time ago, but. 
to where when I when I had first come in, um, she was trying to be heavy handed with me and she was not my supervisor. And I asserted myself pretty quick with her because that is like it was revealed to me that that is literally the only thing that she will acknowledge is when uh, people tell her to back the fuck down pretty much. I encountered someone like that my third day at my job before this one. Um, when I first moved here, I had, I got pulled into a meeting because I, I, I know I was an admin for uh, the Salesforce software or website, however the fuck it works, whatever you want to call it, software as a service. I have like admin level training on how to like run that. And uh, I got pulled into a meeting to like help come up with some like matrix matrices things on the business development side. And uh, this, this woman who had been, I shouldn't say this one, there was a person, um, well, they're not there anymore, so I don't care. Yeah, this lady who was there forever um, and uh, didn't know anything about what she was asking me to help her with, uh, came in real hot with me and a consultant about how she knew how to do everything and like was just kind of like being very, very mean and like mean-spirited. And like, this is like my first time meeting her. And we didn't really do any kind of formal introduction. So I was just kind of like, hi, I was like, just, like before this gets, I remember I told you, like, just before this gets too off the rails. Hi, my name is Patrick. I work here now and uh, I do this and this. And I'm saying that because um, you're talking to me like we're, we're talking to me like you don't know who I am or what it is I do here or anything. Mm-hmm. She goes, right. And I was like, and I don't want to start being mean to you because I don't know what it is you do here. So I need to know if I report to you. And she was like, why does that matter? I was like, because I will tell you you're being an asshole if I don't report to you. She's like, you work for blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yeah. She goes, no, you're completely out of my department. I was like, okay, fine. Why are you being an asshole to me? And this was like my, she was just coming like, it, was, it, was, it wasn't a mature thing to do. It wasn't the right thing to do. I found out quickly after that meeting, I had like four or five people come up to me like, what did you say to her? <laughs> And I was like, she already, t-. And then I was like, okay, well, everything I need to know about her, I know because one, she reacted like that to my face without knowing who I was and then went and told everybody. <laughs> so I was just kind of like, all right, cool. So everything I know about her, I know I need to, everything I need to know, I know. Mm-hmm. And uh, validation is the way I looked at it. I was like, yeah, I, yeah, I asked her why she was being an asshole. I mean, okay, I guess she's one of those people that. Um... That's not a fuck, dude, that is not an excuse as an adult i was not finished okay. with my okay. sentence sorry one of those people who uh, are are blessed enough to not have people to confront them on it uh yeah she ran an apartment out of fear to the point where um i had like four or five close friends who ended up working for her and very clearly told the company uh i'm gonna go ahead and air my grievance about having to do this i'll, I'll do it but you, I just let you know right now, I do not agree with, like, they were like formalized, like, hey, this is not cool for us to work under her. There's no fucking reason for it. Yeah. That's what you gotta, you gotta, you gotta be able to talk with the people under those people uh, and have good, have good relationships with them if you can. Like, especially. It's so easy not to be a dick. Right. And it's, it just, it blows my mind. And like, I, it's part of the reason why it's, it's gotten so easy to do a lot of my job is because 
the people under her know me and how like right everything that we've needed to work out we've worked out together and like have our own communication you thing, just, and we you just, just cut her out completely you just circumvent the issue you just Absolutely. go around it you don't yeah there were plenty of times where like there would be like an email chain and like there'd be some like fucking like shitty comment made and i'm just like what the fuck you don't why are you doing that like you don't have to do that kind of mm-hmm. shit you you had you weren't pulled into this and you inserted yourself just to be an asshole mm-hmm. like what is the fucking point like what are you getting out of that and i remember there was like a there was like a, a cookout or whatever and for better or for worse i worked at a company that would allow you to drink on the job um it was a startup so go for it and uh she got into her into her drinks one time and like decided to get brave and i was just kind of like hey just shut up like that's all i said back to her i was like just shut up and this was like in front of like you know a couple people management i was a member management she's been management she said something wild and i just said just shut up and she was like oh and i was like you're only making that face because because every because nobody here said it but you can tell by the looks on their faces that they've all wanted to say it so just just there's no reason for that. And it was just like a really shitty comment about, um, uh, if I remember correctly, it was something that's like, I, um, something about me and Emily not living together. Really? Um, yeah. Something about me and Emily not living together. And, uh, cause I was talking to one of my, one of my bosses, I was actually not close with, but like he was my boss and then he stopped being my boss. So we just became like coworkers. And like, so we just talked more candidly, but not like candidly with my coworkers is very much like, how was your weekend? I don't talk about shit of my personal life with coworkers never have, don't have an interest in doing it. Um, and I was like, yeah, I'm trying to move to, you know, Huntsville proper to live closer to Emily and all that kind of stuff. And he's like, Oh, you guys moving in together. And I was like, no. And she's like, how long have you guys been together? And like that whole, that was like, Oh fuck, here we go. And I was like, all right. It's like, my thing will always be like, I'm not going to give you a reason to act like an asshole. You asked a question. I'll provide you with an answer. Um, it's like, yeah, uh, this, you know, this many years she goes, you don't live together. And I was like, no, she's like, take a hint. And I was like, shut up. Just shut up. Wow. Yeah. Directly about you to you. Wow. Well, it gets worse, Tristan. I told her, shut up. And then I made my little comment about everyone's faces. And then I said, remember how you got your eyelids done and nobody said how good they looked? And she went, <laughs> what? And I was like, take the hint. Wow. Yeah. So. <laughs> That's... That's really funny. It's the only person I've ever known who got their eye, who got an eye lift and somehow looked a thousand years older. Uh, I mean, <clears throat> people don't get your face cut up. Everyone can tell it never looks good. It's just throwing it out there. If anyone's any of our listeners are considering getting facial surgery, if it's not health related, get a hat, do something else. <laughs> like, but, but the real takeaway is, uh, if you can make it through your day without being addicted to people that you work with, um, take, take that road. I, yeah. I, you know, I, I still, I struggle still sometimes with, with <clears throat> calming my voice when I'm like dealing with people on the phone or whatever, because they're all old and they just don't know how computers work. That, that's, 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 and that, and that, that's a me thing. That's a me struggle. A lot of people, there are people that, that have the ability to just schmooze and, and I'm not one. We sold many computers to old people for three years. What are you talking about? And like, I had a, had an instance the other day where like I knew I was trying to come to bring it down, but it was also one of those things where he couldn't hear me. Eh. And so like, 
I had to raise my voice, but then it was also just like I was yelling at him because I kind of was, yeah. but like I, I, but either way, you're getting the, heated about it right now <laughs> with the people that I work with, like my communication style compared to like this show and just how I talk in general is, is an entire world apart of how, and like, how do you do that, dude? How do you do that? I wish I could do that. I just, <clears throat> I, cause I, I'm not trying to give anybody a reason to, to like, think negatively about me or the way that I communicate or the way right. like what my motivations are or, or, or anything like that. I try to make it clear that I, I that I, you know, whatever I'm talking about is like, it's based on the data of whatever is in front of me. And I'm not just trying to be a dick about something. It just, I'm, I'm trying to give everybody the benefit of the doubt and just be pleasant. Like that's, that's what I generally tried to do. And um, it's just, if you're able to do that, I would just say to try to do that. And if you're not, if, if you are like the people that we've been talking about, just know that while they may not be able to do anything directly, they are all plotting and or hoping for you to come crumbling down and they oh. will love it oh, yeah. when that happens. Oh yeah. Uh, we had someone who was nothing but trouble finally get canned at my old gig. And everybody's just kind of like, my, I've all, I, I say this and I mean it, everyone should have a job, right? Everyone deserves the ability to go and earn a living. Everyone deserves that. Mm-hmm. You, have a, you deserve the opportunity to, to better yourself in some way. 100% but not everybody deserves the job they have, right? And this person under no circumstances deserved the job, deserved the the position or the attitude that they adopted being given that position completely undeserved, not just an opinion coming from ill will or, 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 uh, or uh, wanting that position just on the outside, looking in going like, how the fuck Clearly, the answer was they've been around forever. That position opened up. There really wasn't anybody else who'd been around long enough for them to give it to. They knew the person who'd been there forever would cause a stink if they didn't get that position. So they got the position. And for years, everybody was like, how, what the fuck? This, this, this is why you don't do this. This is why you don't do this on paper. This is why she just left the position open, waited. This is why. Hired from outside, whatever. Um, so to get back to what you're saying, is like, and as soon as that person got the position, fucking they were, they might as well have been taking a fucking pool on when the person was either going to fuck something up enough to get fired or just, just get canned out of just like, yo, this isn't working. This mm-hmm. is on. And then it's like, well, this is on us. And again, we talked about earlier, why set yourself up to have the awkward conversation? Why yeah. put your, why put, why put dominoes in place? So you have to sit there and be like, I hope this doesn't fucking fall over. Yeah. It, all, all it helps to do in, in was like this in my instance all it helps to do is to help facilitate communication and to like reinforce uh reinforce relationships with the people under that person with other people because yeah. like you know <clears throat> when i had this is before people i was will like find camaraderie in misery yeah it's not positive at all yeah and it's you know 
I'm not trying to like go into like a whole big class spiel. I want to, but I won't. It it, it, it inadvertently develops into that, right? Right, because because that a, person makes more money than them. Because yeah, it's it's hierarchical. It's mm-hmm. it's all based on a, a, the structure of the organization, which parallels the structure, parallel parallels with the structure of society currently as it is right now. Thank you, Mustang. Um, but like when I started, before I was even in charge of my uh, of service, um, I was I was like. Uh, just a service customer service worker and i would uh when we were still in the building i would go down and you know just chat with those people because i because i knew from another position that i had how that supervisor was and i knew that everybody under her was just so bummed out all the time and um so part of it was like i wanted to chat with him about like try to get shit done but also just like seeing what's going on like i seen seeing if um there's anything that I, anything that i can do in the way that i do my job would make it suck less for them whenever they got it yeah and that's all you have to do when i was running when i was helping run the support team i would go sit with the support guys i had like a little office that i shared with a few other people but like on days where nothing was going on i just go hang out with those guys and just sit with them. Because like, yeah, if I'm going to be asking work of you guys, I want you guys to know that I'm working too. So I'm going to pop, I'm going to plop over here in this spare desk. I'm just going to hang out. Wouldn't even, wouldn't even like really talk to everybody. Just like, oh, hey, what's up dudes? And then I just like sit down and hang out and just like chime in conversations or like, you know, shoot the shit for a little bit, but just like, just being present with them to be like, hey man, isn't it? Yes, yeah, this shit does kind of suck, huh? But like, we're all mm-hmm. kind of in it together. Jobs are dumb, right? Ugh, gross. Who, hate, who loves them? Not me. Yeah. And you know, I just my personality have a tendency to, to I try to find patterns and or create patterns or uh, like rules for things of paradigms of how I go about certain situations and do it the same way every time. Same way I make the the email templates to just do the same thing every time. Yep. And that part of the reason for the conversations is like if I'm going to be doing it this way, I want to make sure that the what I'm doing is not counterintuitive for you and or pissing you off and you're just being polite and not telling me yeah. so that I don't like instill resentment in you over the course mm-hmm. of years that you just don't tell me about. Yep. Dude, we, uh, this is so, this is parallel with like what's going on. Um, I hate to keep talking about work, but like, you know, we're just two dudes shooting the shit. Uh, everybody works. I think, I don't think we have any unemployed listeners as we do fun employed. Enjoy it. Go on a hike, do something fun. Um, we had a, there was a, an opening for a position and there were two people going after it. One person who'd been around forever that everybody liked, who maybe isn't the most qualified guy for the job. And then a new guy who I would argue was overqualified for the job, but no one liked working with him. And I got pulled into the meeting where they had, were having the discussions on like finalizing the two choices. And they were like, Hey, Patrick, you're kind of on the outside as in you're not, you won't, this won't affect how you do your work but you do work amongst these people who this will affect very, very quickly and very closely. What's your gauge on this? And I had to do like this whole thing of like, you want the Patrick answer, the business answer. And they were like business answer. And I was like, uh, retainment's an issue. Um, Providing a high position like that to a new employee versus someone who is maybe more familiar with the company uh, has more of a presence 
um, could cause some dissension in the ranks. And they were like, fair. Uh, and then, of course, one of the guys there was like, uh, Patrick, answer, please. And I was like, everybody thinks that guy sucks. And if they, if they don't like working with him, um, no one's going to like fucking working for him. So I just found a, I just found the more like, I was like, I didn't say fucking sucks, but I was like, nobody, right. no, I was like, I was like, everybody I was like, that guy rubs, what I think I said was that guy rubs a lot of people the wrong way. Um, when given the chance to not say the worst thing or not be kind of a jerk, he tends to lean into that. Um, that's with no position of authority. So people don't like working with that kind of a personality. People mm -hmm. sure as shit aren't going to want to work for that type of a personality. And again, if we're worried about retainment, we got people on the fence making maybe the business decision to give this person the job may actually end up costing us. And they're like, what do you mean cost? And I was like, uh, data answer. This guy gets a position. It increases his salary by this amount. Um, cool. So we're in the hole for that. Uh, then if we lose somebody and have to train them, we have to, then it's going to cost us that much money to train that person. So now we're out the training cost as well as the money we're paying the new paying that guy in his new position. So that is a net loss versus just giving the job to the guy who's already here just going to get a little bit more money because he's already kind of worked his way up the pay range. So please don't give it to the new guy. <laughs> it's just kind of like, it won't work out very well for you guys. And they were like, oh, so, so the guy that was, that was better on paper was also new. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, that's. Yeah. I was just kind of like, I was like business, the business answer. Retainment is your concern. Not good. Patrick answer. People aren't a big fan of that guy. Just hanging out in meetings. Imagine if they had to report to him. Yeah, if he's if he's new and already has an ego slash personality issues. Here's then... the thing. A lot of people had beef with this dude. This is going to sound so fucking stupid. I hope you laugh at this and don't get mad at me for saying this. A lot of people were very, very annoyed with this person. We're so annoyed with him. We're just kind of like, I'm not the dude who jumps in, but if I'm on a call and someone's like, Someone will say something wild and I'll just be like, I'll laugh or like, cause like we said, I don't talk shit at work because I don't trust fucking anybody. Cause to me, this is, we're going back to tips about business in the business world. It is not your friend group, everyone. And I'm not taking And I'm going to say this it's almost 99% looking out for themselves because they got them that job. They want to keep that job. They will do whatever they can to keep that job. And that means fucking snitching straight up. If it's you or me in a job, most oftentimes people are going to pick themselves. So I don't, I don't, I never indulge in that kind of shit, but I hear a lot of it. Um, and everybody had a lot of problems with this dude until somebody came in and was like, Hey, I went on a business trip with this person. And when I met them, I was very surprised to find out they are five foot five inches tall. When they found out that this guy who was, hard to work with was only five, five. Everybody stopped getting mad about it. <laughs> everybody stopped being like, I know it sounds so goofy, but everybody was just kind of like, everybody, everybody's like, Oh, everybody was like, I was only, what was he? What are you talking about? Like he's, he, the one, the, the person on the business was like, yeah, he, they walked up to me. Uh, they are five, five max with, unusually small hands and i was just and i was like i was like well I, and i said out loud I was like, well i'm not mad anymore <laughs> i'm not mad anymore i was like i'll never get mad again <laughs> that's funny 
and it's I don't know what I, I mean I know that's like a shitty like broy jockey response to have but like even even some of the the women on the team are just kind of like well that makes more sense then like they were almost more mad whereas all the guys were like yeah I'll just put them butt first in a trash can a few miles off who gives a shit I mean fuck it man I mean you you could be mad at like laughing at it but you know it's really on you for playing into a stereotype absolutely <laughs> man uh, just that's why I think the women were more mad. Because they were like, this guy's going to talk down to me. I tower over him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whereas all the guys were like, I'll slam dunk him. I don't give a shit. Like, <laughs> I'll throw him like, we'll throw him like a football. He gets too mouthy. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Uh, I told Emily about that. And she's like, of course, of course, of course, none of the guys. Of course, all the guys were like, whatever. And all the women were so much more mad. <laughs> <laughs> that's really funny. Uh <sighs> You want to talk Jeez. about the uh, scavenger hunt that I send a listener on? <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, we got some time. We got about half an hour. We got we got about 10, 15 minutes left. I, I don't I don't have to be anywhere till one. We're good. Um, so, uh, long time listener, good time friend of both of us, Alex. Uh, friend first, of course. Uh, we did our time, did our battles at the Best Buy Black Fridays. King of twenty twenty and twenty twenty one. Yeah, king it, dude, king. We were living in the trenches with that guy doing our retail gig. Uh, he um, let let slip maybe that he is a Jimmy Buffett fan. And oh. according and according to the Instagrams uh, for Father's Day, I believe um, his 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 wife bought him tickets to go see Jimmy Buffett. And if I'm getting the story wrong, Alex email. But from what I gathered from the text messages we exchanged um, was that she bought him tickets to the Jimmy Buffett concert. And that Jimmy Buffett concert included a boat ride to the Jimmy Buffett concert. And the boat ride was full of parrot heads. And so okay. they, went, they went to go see this concert in a, in a location that I'm pretty positive my dad also went to that concert. Oh. So, so what I did is I asked Alex, um, I told him, I will give you $25 if you can find my dad ask him are you pat's dad and get her picture with him i'll give you 25 dollars. and he was just kind of like bet that sounds awesome absolutely thank you and like he, he was like he's like this is great he i think he worded uh he said now me and my wife have a side quest to knock out before the concert <laughs> that's hilarious um so Did he it- he ended up approaching 23 different red hair guys <laughs> and asking them, are you Pat's dad? <laughs> what we tried to, what we Emily tried to do is I messaged him. I don't know if he saw, but I was like, Hey man, let's, 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 let's twist this up a little bit. Why don't you start taking pictures with a bunch of red haired guys? And then I'll tell you whether or not that's my dad. <laughs> so that, so that if it's not, you just have this long list. I was, Cause in my mind, I was like, what I'll do is I'm going to get those. I'm going to make a collage of those, of all those faces and blur his face out, obviously blur out Alex's face and just somehow make it something to do with the show of like, just Alex with all these different random red hair guys. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Uh, so wait, uh, did, did you, I, you probably said this, but I missed it. Did you send him a picture of what your dad looks like? No. <laughs> he asked me what does your dad look like and i was just kind of like uh he's about five seven at most his um which going back to why i don't get that mad at him anymore uh he's about five seven at most he uh his beard is wider than mine 
his legs look like tree trunks and he's probably dressed more like a guy who digs up dinosaur bones and less like a guy who's super into Jimmy Buffett, even though he is very, very into Jimmy Buffett. That's really funny. Yeah. He said he went like, he said he got to like 23 people and I was like, that rules. You know, send him the money. That, that, that's a dollar for every, <laughs> that's, a, that's a dollar for every person that he talked to. Oh, so, oh, so now we're handing out participation trophies. Tristan, is that what we're doing? Uh, yeah, because that's content. He, that's he provided yeah. content. That is fair. Yeah. I thought that was so funny because I'll take it. I want to give Emily credit where it's due. Her idea was to get pictures of him with all the red haired guys. And then we would tell him whether or not that was my dad. That's, that's hilarious. Yeah. I wanted, I, I know he was busy and I wanted him to enjoy the show, but like we didn't get any pictures, but he did say he approached a bunch of people. I, I fully believe Alex because I met him. In for a penny, in for a pound. Alex will do a bit. So, like, I love, I love that that happened. Like, that made my fucking night. I turns out my dad was there. He was at that show. Just so you're sure. Really, my dad was there. Yeah. I wonder if he saw somebody going up and talking to random people. <laughs> my my dad is clueless as fuck. He wouldn't have picked up on that. This is a. This he is... thinks I like him. That's how clueless he is. I, I'm sure that he acknowledges that you just love him. And I mean, not, that's, the word, that's a word you use. I didn't use that word. I mean, would you prefer like or love? Love I is. A, I don't care for my dad. Just like if we're just being honest with you. Okay, so then, then I would say that unless you actively like hate your dad, then you love your dad. You don't have to like your dad. What is that? What? No, I don't. Like I'm not being a dick. Just I have no. Like, you don't. Just, you don't love your dad. No, my dad doesn't exist to me. <laughs> like this sounds so <laughs> shitty. Like like I hope he never hears this. But just kind of like yeah, man. Well, if, well, if, well, why do you hope he never hears it? Well, because I don't have to hear about it. Oh, uh, okay. That's that's fair. Because my thing is like he's a delusional grown. He's a delusional man. So he can think whatever he wants to think, and he could think that I'm joking right now if he was to hear this. So it's one of those things where it's like there's no point talking to him about this because he's got it in his mind how the world works. And it's wrong. So it's one of those things where like, yeah, man, I could I could be as mean as I wanted to to you. And you're gonna be like, that's my boy. And I'm gonna be like, you're insane. <laughs> like you don't get it. Like, what is happening? Yeah, we've we've been in places before and like had conversations where he'll say something. I'm like, all right. And then he's like, What? And I'm like, you don't you don't really think that's how this is, do you? Case in point, uh, he made some comments. One of my friends was getting divorced. One of my longtime friends, his parents were getting divorced late in life. And uh, my dad's like, what happened? I was like, what do you fucking think happened? But fucking dude did something he shouldn't have done. Went out, got stupid, paid for it. Now he's got the whole thing he's got to deal with. And my dad's like, guys like that need their ass kicked. And I'm like, are we serious? <laughs> I was like, are we ser- I was like, are you telling me I should beat you up? Like, what are you fucking talking about, man? Like you are, I was like, this is, Wow. Like I was in the passenger seat, like you're not, you really, holy shit. You don't. Oh my God. Like it was just one of these moments where I was like, I'm taking it back. You don't. Wow. So it he, was, he should be beat up, huh? He should be beat up. Weird. Crazy. Like pot kettle stuff. Yeah, not even pot kettle. Like it would be like the night sky calling the, uh, a fucking Sharpie marker black. It's just kind of like, yo guys, Let's have some self-awareness here. Like, 
yeah, I was, t- it was one of those, mo- it was one of those few moments in my life where I was like, I have, I couldn't think of a smart comeback. I was just like, huh? Well, look at you, you crazy person. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. He's the, I, I have met people with a uh, lack of self-awareness. There is no one who compares to that guy. Nobody. Can I just, um, this is not really about anything. Um, and I know that it's not a big deal, but it's a sticking point. And I, you know what, I'm not going to be silenced on this. I, it's upsetting to me that, uh, Margaritaville is not a buffet. Just for the play on words, just for the Jimmy buffet. I'd like, it's upsetting to me that they looked at that and was like, you know what? Fuck that. No, we're just going to have a sit down restaurant and just, just a regular menu restaurant. You're not wrong. <laughs> I was going to say, you could, you could say I'm wrong. That's fine. Uh, I, I won't. Uh, but like, it's, that's upsetting to me. I will get upset that I think Margaritavilles are just Bubba Gump shrimp companies where instead of putting up um, Forrest Gump merch, you've just replaced everything with parrots. It's a rainforest cafe with oh, sure. guitars. It's, it's fucking, I mean, all that shit is, I take that back. I love Bubba Gump's for obvious reasons, but also because I think the food there's, it's a solid seafood restaurant. I mean, yeah, I mean, there's a bunch of those like hard rock cafes or just playing Hollywoods or whatever. Hard rock cafes fucking suck. The food there sucks so fucking bad. It's so funny. Like my, my mom had a thing. I don't know how far along she got, but she wanted to get like, they had hard rock cafe teddy bears and she was collecting those for a while. But it's just my dad would get me uh, t-shirts from hard rock cafes. He went to when he was deployed overseas. So I have like, Hard Rock Cafe, Baghdad. And I'm like, why is there a Hard Rock Cafe in fucking Baghdad? Like, they don't know about any of this kind of shit. Oh, that's a fucking, oh, that's a Carrie King's fucking gauntlet from the Rain and Blood album. Those people don't know what that is. It's so funny because, like, it's one of those things where I liked going as a kid because I didn't, like, having no context or point of reference for anything. It was just a, if you're going to go eat with your family, that seems that sounds like a cool place. Like, I don't fucking, like, I'm, I was a kid. But, like, looking at it now, it's just so funny to me that, like, it's it's either hard nor rock. And, like, any place, any place that would be. Either. It's a bar. <laughs> right. Any place that would uh, be associated with a hard rock would not have a family restaurant. <laughs> no. That's the less rockinest thing you can do. That's Margaritaville shit. Right. Yeah. Just, just, I mean, at least, yeah, that, that, that's what it's trying to be like Margaritaville. Find both of those restaurants at universal studio walk. I've been to, uh, I've never been to Margaritaville hand to God. Um, but I have been to a hard rock cafe rec- uh, somewhat recently. I went with Emily's family on vacation and like, we go there and like, when you walk in, they like hand you a guitar. It's like, who wants a photo? And I was like, with a guitar, I have tons of photos of me with a fucking guitar. What are you talking about? <laughs> And uh, they're like, here you go. And they hand you like a legitimate like Fender Stratocaster guitar. And I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. And then they're like, all right, smile. And I was like, what? I'm like, hold the guitar and smile. Like, you know how to rock. And I was like, yeah. Where, I'm was, gonna, where was this? Hard Rock Cafe in Orlando. Oh, God. So I was like, I'm going to hand this over here to my man. I hand it over to Emily's dad. And I was like, you hold it. And of course, he doesn't play guitar. So I love one of my mm-hmm. favorite things to do. One of my favorite <laughs> things to do, Tristan, 
<laughs> one of my favorite things to do is to see someone have to hold something that they that to me is such a second to me is just instinctual to watch them have to like figure out how to hold it mm-hmm. right and like they had a strap on it and like they they handed it to him and he was like oh and like the, so the picture is like all of us standing there and him just like like with his arms like on the <laughs> like with his arms on the op like he's trying to play it like a guitar which i was just kind of <laughs> like it, it to me i was like if i were to see someone doing that i wouldn't immediately assume they don't know how to hold it i would assume that guy shreds <laughs> <He's just> like, <laughs> so like one of my favorite things to do is like watch someone have to hold a guitar who doesn't know how to hold one but also this one this is more of a visual gag sorry listeners if you hand someone a microphone who doesn't know how to hold a microphone or doesn't know how to talk into one this is what happens every time hello <laughs> every single time and i was at emily's uh company party and they were like saying nice things about this person who was retiring and part of that was like them passing around a microphone and i got to watch like 15 people go thank you hello her thank you thank you like and they always do this look too of like when they first get handed to him like hey hey you got, and then they always do this when they, you can always see the guy who's like kind of comfortable with it. Cause he always holds it like a dick. He always holds it like he's about to do a tight five. He's like. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Just hey, looking hey, incredulous. Yeah, he's like, hey, you guys know me. I'm Ted from accounting. Hey, hey we all, we all, let's all big, big hand. They, they start emceeing. Big hand for uh, Brenda. Let's hear it for Brenda. Is- Brenda did a great job on the party, huh? Good job, Brenda. I like the the looking and analyzing like they don't think it's going to steal their voice but they are not convinced that it won't <laughs> like they, they're just being they're just staying on their toes that is so funny because people either get too up on it or they don't put it close enough to their mouth <laughs> like, I, you're right <laughs> I never fucking thought about that. It's such a funny concept. I was like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna come in. Can you guys hear me? Am I too loud? Am I too loud? Friend, <laughs> yeah. everybody. Friend. But Emily's party had like the whole gamut of people with uh, microphone proximity issues, and I loved every sec. I wasn't paying attention to anything they were saying. I was watching them either get more comfortable or less comfortable with the microphone and they gave it to one dude who I was waiting for him to be like, the thing about airplane food is <laughs> like, they gave it to him and like, he took it and like walked away from everybody with it and like got in front <laughs> of everybody. And it was a cordless mic. Thank fucking God. Mm. Uh, and then he like got confident and was like leaning on like chairs and like, just telling this like long winded <sighs> story that was going nowhere. And then I see, I, I see him start to do the thing that I know is going to be an issue, but I don't tell anybody that's going to be an issue. Um, he starts walking really close to one of the speakers. So, so, the, so the thing that happens in every single movie that has an un, an unconfident person talking on a microphone happen is that is that what happened you got it the feedback oh dude uh, he was like right in the middle of the story and almost to like what i what i knew was the punchline because i'd heard him tell the story to every other fucking thing i'd gotten drunk to in front of smaller audiences and he's like and you know they pulled the car over and you know what that guy said <laughs> to like have the other person who's involved in the story yell it back but instead he put the microphone so it's like you know what they said you know what they said <laughs> that's right 
that's right. And he was standing behind the speaker, oh, so he fuck. didn't hear it. And I was just kind of like, what a fuck. I was like, I knew it too. And Emily's looking at me. She goes, you knew that was going to happen. I was like, of oh, course. That's hilarious. I was just about to say that it's a little disappointing that that trope is literally used every time that happens in a movie where somebody who's not prepared takes a microphone regardless and it never happens like it doesn't happen like microphones don't work that way but that's really funny that they that guy found a way for that to happen yeah because he put it he put it down to like have someone participate and all it did was go (laughs) and then of course like he looked at the speaker like it pulled a gun on him oh dude it was it was great emily's like you're having a good time i was like well not anymore everybody's fucking done staring at the microphone like it's got a fucking bullet in it like i I love that shit (laughs) I love, dude, I, man, I forgot how funny I thought that shit was. That watch is. it. If you, next time you're at a company function and that the microphone is getting passed around, watch 99% of the people, like Tristan said, pretend like it's going to steal their voice. <laughs> uh, it, it is really funny. Or the person to- who pretends they weren't expecting they had to talk. Hush, oh, me? Okay. Uh, <laughs> I didn't think yeah. they were going to. I'm wondering how much of that is like, like equipment experience, but all I, I, if it's that or just them being very like embarrassed to be put on the spot. Me, I mean, it's okay. I guess I'll say something. Uh, <laughs> I know we're all you're all like, oh, you guys. Uh. I guess I'll just do the same thing that everybody else has been doing, and it's oh, really had to be. Do this now? <laughs> okay. Oh, listen. You know what? I've been sitting for half an hour listening to all these fucking bullshit stories. I didn't think I'd have to participate. Uh, even though, <laughs> if you look at the agenda, I'm on it. Yeah. Yeah. I really think that 10 people before me would have just like broken it in and like Dude. Broke, broke the ice. <laughs> or the guy who, instead of telling a story, just thanks everybody. Because <laughs> <laughs> there was one of those guys who just, th- you know, it's moments like this. You, of course, you want to recognize blah, blah, blah for retiring and all the hard work they've done. But it's also important to recognize where the company has come. I just want to spread the love around. I want to make sure I think blah, blah, blah. And he would think something, say something special about that person. Then think blah, blah. And like it started getting to where like all the thank yous were less impressive until mm-hmm. it finally got to someone's like, and I want to thank, again, the name I always go to, not the real person. And if it is, my bad. I want to thank Dana for organizing this event and making sure, <laughs> making sure that we had a, uh, ice I want to thank Dana just, uh, for the catering <laughs> just, just a, like just a random loud cough in the background yeah just a, like like I want to thank Denise it's Dana I want to thank Denise like that's all I, that's how I gets corrected and they double down <laughs> and then to make that whole thing worse what made me so fucking mad is there was a live band hmm okay now, when there's a live band, right, you expect them to just like, you know, hey, you're a live band playing a, a, a company gig. You've probably got your set list down. You probably know what you're going to be doing, right? That's a, that's a position that you assume that I would never fuck. I could never see myself playing those kinds of gigs. Was this for your company? No, no, it's for Emily's company. Okay. I could never see myself playing those kinds of gigs for a few reasons. One, I don't like playing other, I don't like playing covers. Not a big fan of it. I think it's a waste of time. Just listen to the original. Um, two, uh, I feel like a sellout because you get paid so much, you do so little. Um, and three, I don't want to play for more than 45 minutes, no matter whatever. Mm-hmm. And those yeah. people will play for three fucking hours. 
a coworker of mine plays in a bar band and um, he makes more money in one night than I, than any band I ever made, made an entire tour because Lucky. they'll play for three fucking hours. You, yeah. You just, like, you just described, it. you just described uh wedding adjective. Yeah. yeah. Like Get or, that fucking uh, money. wedding noun. It's a uh, wedding photographer is a great example. Yeah. You know, you do the same thing for three, three to five hours, but like the, the money and it's, it's stupid easy, but it's, it's all just undercutting. It's, you do it for $50 less than the other person, which is still thousands of dollars because, because it's a wedding. Oh yeah. So this band gets on stage and they're all in like, they're dressed like they're in like formal wear. Cause I guess it was semi-formal. No one told me. So you can only imagine what I was wearing. Um, actually I made it only pick up my clothes. So I guess I was dressed accordingly, but these dudes were like in suits getting ready to play music. And I was like, they're going to be uncomfortable as fuck. They're going to start sweating. Gross. Um, they get up there and every single person in the band has an iPad. Okay. And they put it on a little stand in front of them and the band starts playing and like they have an iPad and they're playing, which I'm guessing are, they're showing themselves the notes, which I'm just kind of like, first off, this guy plays guitar, learn your fucking songs. Unless someone's going to be shouting out fucking requests. You know what I mean? Like, cause that's what I first thought. I was like, are they prepping for requests? Or are they just, are they just going to, they, they have to, whatever. So then I see the one of the guys has an actual set list on the, on the iPad. I'm like, do they all have the set lists? Like, fucking know your shit. Write it down. Know your shit. What are you doing? And then two of the guys in the band still had the retail stickers on the pit guards of their guitar. And not what? just, yeah. And not just like, oh, I got a cool Fender sticker on my Fender guitar. That seems weird, but do what you do. They had the stickers that like when you buy something and it has like that clear sticker of like, this is a Fender Stratocaster and this is the tone knob and this is the volume and here are some of the features. It was as if they took them off the retail shelf and just went to the, went and played them. So, had, 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 so it had the feet like feature sticker. Um, yeah. Too? Wow. Yeah. Wow. Was, that was also extremely annoying. <laughs> for me. Um, so wait, so wait, was it, was it group of friends got together to become a wedding band that Couldn't weekend or was it uh we got this wedding money now don't know don't know this wasn't a wedding this was like a this was like a retirement. Or, or sorry sorry yeah, yeah. this uh this uh yeah. business money and here's the thing is like they played their instruments they were fine the thing is is like i can recognize when someone is a good player and like okay cool they're playing they're playing songs these songs sound like they sound uh lead singer he'll find the note maybe not when he hits the word but he'll find it before the word's over that was like the only drawback but then they also did the thing that um, uh, house uh, live music tends to do at company events where they're just too fucking loud. I know you can't turn drums down, but you could turn down everything else. Bring it to a little, bring it to a different volume. You could do those things. They didn't. So it was like cranking loud as fuck. Um, and then everyone had to stop just talking to each other and they had to start yelling at each other because for the first two or three songs, nobody's dancing because we had just got through having discussions. We were having those discussions. You came in, interrupted us. Read the, the room, banned. Was the space even there like was a appropriate stage. for? Yeah, okay. There was like a small stage, and like so, the the place was appropriate for it. Um, but then what started getting really funny is they were essentially not essentially they were they were just playing Bruno Mars and Stevie Wonder songs, which you know I hate Bruno Mars. I think it's dog shit. I think he only has a career because Prince is dead. I said it. I said it. <laughs> Um, 
Stevie Wonder, undeniable, not a fan, but his, the songs are fun. The songs are good. If you hear him in passing, you're never upset about it. Uh, but I'll tell you who was upset about it, Tristan. Um, the entire black waiting staff were exchanging looks every time the white, the all white uh, band started playing Stevie Wonder songs. The <laughs> older, uh, the older, the older black uh, people uh, working the event, not older black people, the older black people who were working the event. The, the I hate to use the word staff because it sounds fucking shitty, but the entire staff was was made up of um, black people, mm-hmm. and the looks they were giving each other. Every time they'd be like, "Oh, very superstitious," and like I was just, <laughs> and like the looks they were giving each other was killing me. Oh, and then I made a joke that I know someone has made a million times before, a million times before, but it got a laugh out of the 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 the. the I was going to get a drink because I wanted to like get away from everything, and like they started playing the song "Isn't She Lovely," mm-hmm. Stevie Wonder singing mm-hmm. the song "Isn't She Lovely." And the lady who was working there was uh, standing next to me and she handed me a drink. And I was like, do you like this song? She goes, yeah, it's a great song. And I was like, oh, okay. And then we were kind of like having like a little conversation. I was like, they're loud, right? She goes, oh yeah, they're real loud. <clears throat> and I was just kind of like, I was like, is it weird to hear like, I was like, is it weird? And she goes, what? I was like, hear a bunch of white guys singing Stevie Wonder songs. She goes, yeah. And I was like, more or less weird that we've just agreed that a blind guy knows that a woman is lovely. <laughs> And then she just started laughing and I was just kind of like, there's no way. And I told her like on the spot, there's no way I'm the first person to make that joke. And I was like, so please don't go over to like, So don't think that I'm some comedic genius. I just need someone else to recognize that there's some layers of how weird this is. She goes, she goes, this isn't half as bad as some of the other parties. And I was like, really? She goes, she goes, we've had damn near close to Klan rallies in here before. Oh my God. And I was like, at a museum? She goes, it's in Alabama, honey. Like, <laughs> you know, you're right. And I just like, I was like, you know, you're right. And I was like, do you have a tip jar? She goes, no. And I was like, well, I don't want to just hand you $5. That'd be weird. And she mm-hmm. went, no weirder than white boys singing Stevie Wonder. And I was like, you have a great night. I was like, you have a great night, ma'am. That's awesome. Yeah. There's no way I'm the first person to make that observation. Just to get this off my chest, because th- that reminds me of um, when I first when I first got uh, brought into the company I work for right now, it was to work. I was flown in to work a specific event um, as more or less just like a, a, a trial run kind of thing to get acquainted with a couple of people to see if I w- want to do the job, whatever. Um, but at that time I was doing That's a, pretty rad. Yeah, it was, it was nice. Um, and um, at that time I was, I was helping with video, video work, but I was flown in for uh, a program at George Washington's uh, childhood home. And the event that like the, the, the program that was taking place was about civility because this is like, this was 2016, Trump was coming into office, yada, yada, yada. I, you know, I, uh, there's a lot of, uh, some would say he's never truly left office, Tristan, but a different conversation for a different time. It's just, it's so fucking funny in like the, I want to set fire to everything kind of way that this was when there was still, we were in the hand-wringing phase of how, how are we going to get through this and how it's, it's only four this, years, we'll figure it out. And how it's like, this is not normal and everything. Bef- before we got to the phase where it's just like, oh, okay, we'll, we'll just do this then. Like, <laughs> 
this yeah. is this is well, this is normal this is fine um but it was really really fucking awkward to be in again historic childhood home of george washington talking about the topic of civility yeah Technically, the, a guy the, who led a revolution and committed treason under the old rules. <laughs> the the well, well, that and and slave owner, waitstaff, people of color, all people of color. Oh yeah, bunch of sea of white people. Oh yeah, sea of old white people Dude. in nice suits and dresses, waitstaff of color, and then talking about civility in the, yeah. in the home of George Washington. You just can't help but look around and go, not much has changed. It's just like, yeah, you know what? And and me and uh, my old roommate were like the the out, outside of some of the staff, like the wait staff, two of the, the youngest people there. Yeah. And it's just like, nobody else seen, like, as a as a meta commentary thing nobody has seen anything for this at all yeah it's just it was so because it, it, it was like it was palpable with us anyway of like it's fucked up like the, the that doesn't make really no you know what this is fine this can is i ask you a question hmm. what kind of food was it i i honestly don't remember okay. I, th- I think I, those... I think they had sandwiches and stuff. okay because i've been to those kinds of places where we have a whole thing and then there's like southern cooking mm-hmm. and i'm like good lord somebody somebody couldn't just step in and be like so i've had a i've had a meeting like that or not like not to that extent but like situations where you're just kind of like yeah man maybe someone should have looked at the fucking menu and been like hey maybe this isn't the time to uh, be pumped about barbecue and fried chicken like maybe seems whether or not your intentions you could really look at this as some fucking plantation nonsense and and that's the thing like uh, even if it wasn't like even if if like ignoring like the 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 the, the, the service staff essentially were all people of color yeah. pretty much pretty much all i i don't remember seeing anyone who wasn't and then ignoring that everybody else there was white for the for the vast majority of everybody else ignoring all that and you could have incorporated um you could have just made acknowledgments about the some of those fucked up things uh that the topic is about civility uh and and sure as of right now uh, most of the, the the general population still think uh, George Washington is pretty cool guy. Um, you can make concessions about. I'm going to say this. I don't think this is a crazy thing to say, Tristan. I don't think any president's ever been a cool guy or a good guy at heart. You know, who, take the back, Jimmy Carter. <laughs> That's it, Jimmy Carter, because he he seems like being the president was an inconvenience for him, as in just kind of like you know that wasn't a great idea. <laughs> This wasn't that good of an idea. Maybe I should have done this. One of the things that I heard uh, a long time ago and laughed as a as a joke, and but have since ruminated on and and have have grown to uh, accept as a fact. 
all presidents are war criminals. <laughs> so yeah. oh. um, some more than others. And, yeah. and they're definitely not. Uh, you either get the job to you either get the job because you're pumped about being one or you can or you got the job to you convinced everyone you wouldn't be one. Yeah, this is not the same vein as saying uh, every politician is the same for the same reasons or whatever, oh, because there are there are gradients. They all do suck. That is an important thing to say. But the reasons why they suck are important to note, too. And the same yeah. thing is a, a, true about presidents. They're all war criminals. Some are worse than others. Um, and and some. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. So, um, but no, we're not going to lock them up. We're going to lock up people who weren't really officially employed by them. Steve Bannon, topical. Right, right. He's not, okay, just because I want this timestamp and I want it on record. I will be blown away if he goes to fucking jail and doesn't just pay the fine. Oh, no, no, no. Because no, no, no. that Let's... fine is going to be fucking pocket lent to a guy like that. If, if he goes to jail, it's going to be something they can put him in jail for and they can run a campaign on that and the fucking uh, being pro-life or pro-choice. They can go, we put the bad, we put the kind of a bad guy away for a little bit. And also uh, we're pro-choice, but we won't codify it. But hey, you guys, you gay guys can stay married, but women, your rights are still up in the air because we need something to run on in, in three months. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I, will, I will be shocked if, if uh, anyone, like talk about like the January 6th thing, yeah, if anybody uh, outside of the people who were physically there uh, without a suit on, uh, will go to jail. Speculation, because it's all at this. I mean, like, yeah, the evidence is that he presented. He the evidence they a jury found him guilty, so he's guilty per the per the rules of the law that he and the country that he claims to love. He was found guilty, but those rules and what gets enforced when someone's found guilty do not apply to everybody. Yeah, I mean, because it's built to not. So absolutely. Yeah, no, no, that's... <clears throat> and everybody wants to be upset about it till it happens to them, and they want the same fucking treatment the other guy got. Like, it's your, sorry, dude, you're not going to go to jail like the fucking uh, Patriot Bear Helmet Viking guy. Nope. Nope. Did you do something yeah. just as illegal as he did? In the eyes of the law, absolutely. But are you going to get the same treatment? Nah, man. Did you pay for an attorney, or did you have one presented for you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah no, that's... It's Not to a, get on too much of a tent. That's why this whole January 6th committee thing, he's like, what do you guys fuck? What's the end game here? What do you think's going to... We saw it. We fucking saw it. Everybody yeah. saw what happened. You're not going to convince us we didn't see that. No, just, I, this is all just fucking... This gets me so mad because it's just like, this is all fucking... It's circus. It's a circus. It's, it's a it's, fucking it's bullshit. Yeah, it's theater. theater. Oh, we want you guys... Yeah, you guys really give a shit now. We're going to show that fucking Howley guy running. We knew he's a fucking coward. We know he's a bitch. You don't need to show me him running across a hall to validate that I already think that guy's a bitch. Like, I don't... It's just... Like, think about it, it makes me mad. It's like, I'm sure my tax dollars in some capacity is paying for this fucking nonsense. Everybody saw it. You making a fucking snippet video that uh, where you might as well just play like, I will remember you over the fucking top of it. Is it going to make me any more or less upset? Like, yeah, I mean, if, if you weren't, if you didn't think that it was a big deal that like when you like saw somebody trying to clamber through broken glass to get to Conagris people and they get shot for it, like if that doesn't stick out as like, yeah, maybe this is kind of a big deal, then yeah, then you like, there is no like, it's it's theater it's it's tens of millions of dollars of theater yeah because don't, it will not move the needle don't you guys care how much we pretend to care don't you guys care 
Like it's get so mad at me when I'm just kind of like, yeah, this is all fucking appearances. That's all it is. How can they prove that how whatever they they're doing, whatever they can do to stay in the positions they are in. And they realize that if we actually called them on their bullshit, like, well, you guys didn't do anything for four fucking years while this dude ran a fucking muck. And now we have another guy in charge who, you know, give or take whatever it is, isn't really doing much either because that's, you know, because right. when you, when you're, when you're present and you're trying to run as a good person for whatever reason, good, good, or gooder person, you, you don't do the horrible things that everybody gets mad at. You just kind of float under the radar and then the people who put you there get mad about that. So it's just kind of like, you're just doing this fucking committee so that when your time gets up to be reelected, you can say that you stood firm in the face of whatever, when in reality, all you're doing, this is just your fucking resume. That's all this fucking is. It's something for you to go, well, I participated in this to put the guy you don't like away, but you like me more than them and a little bit more than the new guy. So how about you just let me stick around for a little bit longer? That's all this shit is on both fucking sides. It's just everybody doing whatever they can do to fucking maintain their base because they, 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 they know that their days are numbered if they really pick a fucking side. Yeah, updating, updating their CV. Yeah. <laughs> their their resume that's a good a good parallel all it uh, fucking is is just kind of like hey um what is it you say you do here well i didn't do anything for four years but agree with everybody but now that some of us seem real mad about this i'm i'm mad too and you know i i think the the a pretty good indication of that would be to get a a well-conducted study of people like the general population's opinion um three months ago or like six months ago before the hearings and then six months after the hearings. Oh, you mean when the, the, uh, the polls open in November for the midterms? Cause that's well, all this, this was, this was, Oh yeah. This yeah. was planned to a fucking T of when they were going to fucking have this or fuck that. I, I would, uh, I would place my bet on and on taking the general opinion the day after the, uh, this has all finished. Yeah. You know, that that needle will not have moved in either direction because it, no. it's the the facts are locked in at this point. But like, uh, I, I, that no means, one can explain to me why they won't just make him come before the committee. Oh well, yeah, no, no one it, can explain. That's the same reason why he didn't. Uh, he wasn't present for his own impeachment. Yeah, because of course he wasn't. Yeah, nope, nobody. nobody they, they 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 let him have a take-home test and yeah. provide written answers from his attorney speaking of take-home tests have you seen that i mean i hate to talk about politics too much but have you seen that clip of him the the the, the clips of him trying to, the the cut of him trying to get the january 6th response correct there's a super cut of like all the cuts all the the deleted scenes essentially of him trying to figure out what to say on january 6th no <laughs> yeah there's like a four, three or four minute cut of like all the things he was like what he was gonna say <clears throat> that didn't make it oh that's funny yeah and that's the thing is like who get like oh. and if you need and if and it's another thing is like and if you need that to sway your fucking opinion then you're then you've already fucking made your decision you know what i mean like it, right all no. of this is just to be like look what we look what we did well look what we're doing instead of what we could have done I did think it was funny. <laughs> um, he, I, I, I still <clears throat> absolutely hate the man, and he is a just a walking, talking, <clears throat> barely held together train wreck of a person. He's a bunch pretty, of bugs pretty in a f- bag, man. He's oogie boogie. He's, <laughs> yeah, he's oogie sucks. boogie. <laughs> 
uh, has the capacity, mostly uh, laughing at him, uh, has the capacity to, to be funny in his own right. Like he released a statement about Joe Biden having COVID. It was it was kind of funny because just <laughs> I... it, it it ended on uh, and essentially wishing him a speedy recovery because nobody wants Kamala Harris. <laughs> and that, that made I mean, me it's laugh. Not, it's not he, wrong. Yeah, he is, yeah, he's not so, wrong. I'd rather have an old geezer for a president than a fucking real, than an actual fuck cop. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's that's the thing. Is I, I, I don't hate women. I hate cops. So yeah, I don't. It's, it's, yeah, that's what I, I get a lot of uh, backlash from people for for accusing me of hating women. I just go, no, I just have a low tolerance for bullshit, and mm-hmm. and that goes on both sides. But for the most part, guys will admit when they're full of shit. And some of the women I've encountered, do I have bullshit with? Will try to blame somebody else for their bullshit. I'm like, let's not, let's not. Come on, no, not saying all. <laughs> come I, on, I, yeah, let's. Uh, uh. Come on, like it's like that whole thing of like, well, you don't want Kamala Harris. I'm like, no, I'm like why? And I was like, because she'll get fucking destroyed. And it's like, oh, not that I hate. I was like, no, no, I do not hate women. I do not. She, it's got nothing to do with her being a woman. It's just that thing of like the Bernie Sanders thing, right? It's like, yo, man, now's not your time. I she can she totally has the ability to inherit the job, for sure. Uh, will will anybody vote for her? No, no, no. Everybody knows that. Yeah, it's like when this should have like AO, like people talk about AOC, and I'm like, let's all be real here. Um, she ran in a, she is a, uh, uh, she succeeded because come at me with all your fucking hate. Uh, I've done my research, which is a loaded statement now. Um, she came, uh, she got elected because she uh, got a very, very, very large portion of a very specific type of person to vote for her. And then she got enough runoff from other people who didn't want the same thing. Right. So, and, you know, and, and so, and, and it's, you know what, guys, you know what? It's starting to show. So it, maybe not just be like, wouldn't it be cool if maybe that's mm. not the way we should be voting? And it's, and she's like, <clears throat> she's, she's one of the people that I have less issues with. I have issues with all of them. I have fewer issues with her. More recently, I have more. But, um, but you know, she is also a, a pro, uh, progressive uh, congressperson in a progressive district, so that would make sense. Absolutely. Um, uh, and uh, and honestly, like <clears throat> people try to underplay how popular progressivism is in the country as a whole because mm-hmm. they like. Democrats will actively campaign, campaign against progressive candidates because that's what Bernie they, Sanders, they, are, Hillary Clinton. Yeah. they are more concerned about progressive candidates than they are Republicans because that's, they know that's a that, fact because they don't because they know Republicans are never going to vote for them. They know they could lose votes to progressives. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they will. They will. They will break their arm in half trying to reach out to to grab moderate Republicans, uh, while at the same time trying to to kick the door closed on progressives. Mm-hmm. But that's just how it is. But but yeah, uh, at the same time, that's not going to happen in in, no. in 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 ten fifteen years maybe. But like she's not going to. No. That, that's what's killing me right now. I, I really don't want to talk about this right now. That, that's what's killing me right now. It's impossible. Not that, that there is not a single goddamn uh, candidate that is rearing their head and and making themselves available. Like I will be that person to run. 
for president yeah. in 2020. Or if they do, they come in so fucking hot. It's like the person holding up a save the whale. Like you're in high school, right? And there's that person who's like super political, but they're in high school. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like that person you meet who's like super has all these causes and they care about everything. And you're just kind of like, yeah, but like at the end of the day, like you're selling your parents' health insurance. Like you don't really know how this works. And, and I mean, I guess, I don't know if I'm, I just missed something, but I just, I literally don't know <clears throat> of anyone outside of, of Biden who has, has, is throwing their name in the hat yet nobody fucking wants it because they can recognize and i'm going to say this and i don't want it to be true if he runs again and things don't improve he will win no doubt in my fucking mind oh trump yes oh i mean yeah it would take something hurt it would take some it would take he would have to come out with a picture of him with his actual balls and a child's ass. And even then people would be like, that kid slipped and fell. Like he, like it would take something like that for him not to walk in and go, yeah, I'm not campaigning. I'm not doing your fucking uh, nonsense, fucking uh, debates. What it is, what it is guys, you want me back or not. And that that'll be it. And yeah. people will be like, you know what? I respect that. <laughs> Get him in there. And I'm giving him that voice because that's the voice his fans have. But they also have voices of just kind of like, oh, well, you know, I'm a weak old man. Like, yeah, he landslide fucking and, calling it. And I you want to be wrong. You know, I want to be wrong. You know, what's really funny is uh, all these thoughts that I was having, like, as it's, it's essentially it was it was the last feelings of like uh, enfranchisement that i had or like wanting to cling to any hope of a system that we had it was the it was those vestiges screaming and dying as i'm thinking this the like why don't they do this why don't do they do that how come they're not invoking this of um you know it's really funny that they could have avoided that what i what i'm trying to get at is like they could have uh implemented a um like uh, a mental evaluation as a part of the procedure of becoming they did but president. he brought his doctor well no 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 like, like an actual because currently there's no like pre- 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 presidents have evaluations and stuff of like fitness and stuff yeah. but they, they don't actually have a mental evaluation they don't have any of this and, and even in like whatever evaluations they do get is not there, there's no contingency they should the have to write based down, on that they should have to write down the answers those answers should be made public absolutely like i would just love to see the hand and not just him like other i just i'm interested in people shorthand that's something i very much enjoy is reading how somebody answers is reading is, is gauging someone's ability to communicate through the written word. Not for, I mean, for an obvious reason, but also because I, I recently had a coworker who I accused of not being able to read and write and they got real mad. And I was just kind of like, and I was just like, I was like, I was like, I didn't, I, I said to this person, I just think it's suspect that when anyone asks to see your notes or anyone asks you for an email, you hop on the phone and you refuse to share anything. And I was like, and that doesn't, and that goes past just the meeting notes. This goes into plans, processes, uh, your plans for the year and your results. You can present none of those in a written form. And I was like, and it's becoming to the point where we all have, we're all having to slow down our work. And I was like, and I don't think, and I was like, and if, if, I was like, I'll just say it. I don't think you can read or write. <laughs> and here's the thing, here's the thing. That person no longer works at our company. And I found out from higher ups what I accused him of. They had also mentioned to him 
hey, you don't write any, why don't you have anything written down? And he'd been there for two years. They're like, why don't you have, you literally have been here for two years in charge of multiple people. And we have no written record of anything you've ever put down. Your email <sighs> inbox has 11 emails in of it. And three of them are new hire paperwork. I, I'm not offering a position on this one way or another. I will say generally based on what I would expect of people, if that were if that were a blatantly untrue thing, the response to that would be, oh, fuck you, shut up. Yeah. And then that would be it. The the reaction to that, if it were true, would be very angry and yeah. and belligerent. Oh, he was furious. And I, and I was just kind of <laughs> like, I was, I was like, look, man, all I'm saying is like, we're having these calls and you say you're taking our complaints and our and our what we're saying really. And like, I see you writing down. So I'm not telling you to show me what you're writing down. But if you could just lift that notebook up, that would be awesome. And then he just said something crazy. Like he just accused me of something that was just kind of like so far out of the left field. And I was like, all right, man, if you truly believe that, I will let you believe that. But I need to know that you believe that. So if you could, if you could write down exactly what you just said and then sign your name next to it, I'd be, I'd take it seriously. But if you're not willing to do that, I don't, I don't care. <laughs> and he goes, I don't have to prove myself to you. And I was like, I think you just did. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, yeah, yeah it's, Oh, to, to just read. I mean, we get it. I mean, you could it's safe to assume we've read his tweets. So, yeah, I mean, man, those had to have been orated, right? He had to have like said those to somebody and then that person had to write them. Oh, to be that person. Um, you know, I, I, you know, no, remember seeing him with his phone a whole lot. Well, that's I also the thing of like he, they said he had two phones. He had the presidential phone and then he had his personal phone. And that was one he tweeted from. Is there any truth to the rumor that all of his tweets are in the Library of Congress? Uh, all of his tweets are uh, all written documents from the president are required to be put into a, an official record of the president. Now, that doesn't mean to say that all written documents, anything that the president signs or writes is part of the public information but it is all part of the, the presidential uh like document of like all of his recorded history um and then you know then they process like there's a whole procedure bureaucratic procedure of processing all the written notes and memos and stuff of presidents um i don't know i don't know how true it is but i mean the the things that were being reported was that he was like the first president to just like actively throw notes away or flush notes or uh, like destroy, like, oh, you mean destroy, a guy like, used, oh, you mean a guy with mafia ties is really in destroying paperwork. Right. Weird. Weird. Um, a guy who hired uh, illegal immigrants and paid them uh, under the table and less than minimum wage just doesn't write anything down. So strange. So right. weird. Yeah. It's, it's real. It's real weird. And yeah, like, it's almost as if he knew not to do that. That's what I'm always saying. Is like, I, I will never say he's stupid. Mm -hmm. I won't say he's stupid, but I will say he's just a shit heel of a human being. It is, is really, uh, it's, <clears throat> he's not, he is a symptom of, of many things. Oh, yeah. But, 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 and, but just given the fact that, um, and I, just given the fact that there are so many things that he has done that is part of the public record now because of him, his position and everybody reporting on it. 
of his like illegal uh, real estate stuff. Like the fact that that's all part of public record and like uh, the payoffs and stuff of people is another thing entirely. But but just, just, just the real estate lying and, and fraud. The fact that, that somebody has those things as part of the public record, it does not go to jail shows that the system does not work. And leave Stormy Daniels alone. Yes, absolutely. That should that was one of the things I got so mad about. I was I was like, because I was like, why are women upset with her? Mm-hmm. Why is everyone upset with her? I mean, I I don't I don't respect her because she I don't respect any, I don't I don't respect anyone who would have sex with Donald Trump. But everybody's I, got a price dog. <laughs> you know, I, I I'm not going to begrudge uh, someone getting that money. No, nah, man, for sure. And I'm also not going to begrudge someone of of uh, taking pot shots at him uh especially about, it, about, about i mean if, if you have sex with donald trump you may as well make fun of his dick yeah so wouldn't? exactly um you get paid unless you had to sign an nda to be like no dick so, agree- no dick agreement and like we are so far off topic but like Who it, cares, it, it is so i will be that guy and i have been that guy i've I gotten like chewed out before uh like Stop. Like it doesn't matter anymore because he's not in office. But for now, don't don't. <laughs> if you're going to talk shit about the 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 Trump, uh, the the Trump organization, like the Trump mafia, just don't. I think I think calling it mafia is giving it too much credit. I think the I think, I think uh, I, I was calling them the uh, the Trump troop because it's nice. just a bunch of dudes fumbling through things. Get away with it because they're white, failing, failing up, failing upwards. Up. Um, don't um, if you have this great tweet idea or like this blog post that you want to make, and and you want to like drop in a, a cool photo of of Melania doing modeling, don't do that. Just don't, because like it really. It makes you Not look like a, it makes you look like a piece of shit, and it, especially considering that like <clears throat> you would assumedly be attacking attacking from a left leaning position, really like doesn't do you any favors. Makes you look like a piece of shit and misogynist because yep. there's nothing wrong with people modeling. There's also and yeah, it's like there's and we talked about before. Get your money. I have no problem with a woman marrying somebody because she's like this guy can give me a better life. Go for it. Yeah. Do I it mean, up. <clears throat> and if that's the case, it, I mean, we all, I mean, not sound like an asshole. I don't understand what redeeming quality he may be exhibiting in the, that that would make someone like her want to be with him. So if it's a circumstantial mm-hmm. thing or he just showed up, he's like, you know, I'm going to make you my wife and you're going to have the best life in the world. Go for if, it. Who gives a shit? Yeah. Conquer if, your joy. If it was, even if it was explicit and it, if it was like written in like the pre, like in the prenuptial agreement that, I'm in. I am entering this marriage because of his wealth and status, and I want those things. I, you know what? Go for it. I, I'm supportive of that because I am unsupportive of the institution of marriage as a whole. So I say any reason you have is just as valid to me. I support it because I'm in that relationship right now. Emily makes substantially more than I do, <laughs> and, and there's a an unwritten prenup of like we go on trips now because I'm like, here's what I can pay, mm-hmm. and she's like, all right, cool. So it's like, 
I'm doing she, that on a small scale. So I can, she, I respect the hustle of doing it on the large scale of like, no, no, no. For the rest of my life, this is what it is. And I have to, I gotta, I gotta do that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like once <clears throat> because, and this is what I was like texting about the other day. I, I don't support marriages being recognized as like governmentally recognized for any reason, like, oh, because it, it is just, it is, it incentivizes those relationships for, for a financial standpoint. Um, and it, it also disenfranchises other people who are not able to do those things because they aren't married. Um, and that's kind of fucked up that just like how something is like dating, but more is yeah. like that. That's a reason to, to be it given also, certain statuses. It fucks you up. I mean, when Emily's uh, grandmother passed away when I was working at Dell, I was like, yeah, man, you take some bereavement. And they're like, he, my boss was like, well, it's, what do you mean? I was like, well, Emily's grandmother passed away. So I'm going to take the three to five days I get for partners. And they were like, uh, that's not what that means. And I was like, excuse me. So I was getting shit on two times. I was like, what do you mean not? And he's like, it's partners as in, and I was just like, same sex relationships. And he goes, right. And I was like, that aren't recognized because Dell's a nationwide company and some of our states don't recognize gay marriage. So we have to, this was like way back. And I was like, so, and I was like, so either you haven't updated the vernacular or you're telling me that I'm not going to get my three days of bereavement because me and Emily aren't married because I'm straight. So really? And he's like, yeah. And I was like, so wait, I was like, we've been together. I was like, I was like, we've been, I was like, we've been together this many. I was like, we've been together twice as long as you've been with your fucking wife and the mother of your child. And you're going to sit here and tell me that I don't qualify, but you do because you put a ring on it and pushed one out. Uh huh. And he was like, I, I can talk to the boss. I was like, no, I'll fucking talk to the boss. And he's like, well, the boss isn't here. And I was like, then how the fuck are you going to talk to him? So this um, is like the, yeah. the guy, uh, the guy out like guarding the, uh, the Emerald city. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, well, he's not here. And I was ain't like, nobody seeing the wizard. Ain't no way. Yeah. Ain't no how. <laughs> it's like, I was like, so what you're telling me is I got to take three days of PTO. And he goes, or vacation. And I was like, get the fuck out of here. So it was just a weird thing of like, <laughs> this, this sounds shitty, but like, rarely do I get, rarely do I uh, not get what I want being a white straight male. But in that one instance, I got shit on pretty hard for being a straight white male. Well, it, well, not for being, well, not necessarily just for that. It was just the, 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 the marriage itself, I guess. Yeah. But, but yeah, I guess technically it was, it was more to do. Yeah. With your sexual orientation, I guess, technically because they didn't do their paperwork and update their language. Right. I was looking at it. Like, I don't think you can call them that. I think you can say husband or wife and it has to be recognized, but you guys have partners, which is like real fucking weird. But I mean, in that case, though, because they didn't update their language, you that she is your partner. Man, <laughs> uh, unless you're talking about just, business associate. No, nah, which... man, that dude just fucking sucked. Everything about him fucking sucked. And there was an understanding that he was only our boss because the lady who was supposed to get the job couldn't stop getting pregnant. And I don't mind saying that because the person in charge told us that in those words. Wow. He was that's, just like, that's a fucked up like, thing to say. He was like, hey, I know that everyone thought that she was going to be your boss and everybody was cool with that but she is pregnant again. And we are in a period where we have to have someone on staff take this position. He's the next person. You, you know, it's not in a period. Hand. Yeah, I'm sorry. It was just are you the best? No. 
Be the best. No. Chris and I am late uh, for a thing. I don't care, but I do need to wrap it up. Sure. Just wrap, and you tied it up. You always do. Oh. You always find a way to put everything up, my stupid shit in a box and just tie it up and be like, now it's better. <laughs> I'm a better person because you're my friend. You know that, right? You, you are sweet. Oh, shut up. Shut up. You shut up when I compliment you. Shut the you. fuck up. You shut the fuck up when I compliment you. All right. Well, do you want to uh, play it out? Yeah, I'll do it. Uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. Hey, I know we don't ask this a lot, but if you could, leave a little review on iTunes or Spotify or something. Share the show with your friends. The numbers are going up. That's cool. We appreciate that. I need to take a look at the Podbean map so I can start uh, calling out some of these strange countries. I'm looking at you, Romania. Trying to, we, we're trying to play to the algorithm. I'm trying to, uh, more like algorithm. Got him. I just, I just think more people would enjoy this. So tell your friends. Uh, yeah. So follow us uh, on Instagram at Through Being Cool Podcast. Uh, we have an email through being cool podcast at gmail.com. Joe, I do have your contribution to the Fuck Your Fence campaign. Listen, that was like several weeks ago. Uh, we're, we're recording in like we're two weeks ahead and we record and also like i have an email that i want to get to um so we're like five weeks behind yeah but joe, but but i've told joe hey man i have this email we're going to talk about this so next week which will be three weeks whenever um we will talk about the fuck your fence campaign because there have been some other developments in the neighborhood nice. um yeah so we'll get into that uh but yeah uh uh thanks for listening to the show uh i forget what does he do i forget i forget uh, Night Riders and Boogum Boys. Oh, know, yeah. And witness and, us uh, born ugly, raised stupid. And then we, you say, We, oh, well, I, I'm not saying it this time. God damn it. I shouldn't have said anything because you were going to say it. Uh, we give you permission. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> Ten years of casting, dreaming about detectives, learning about our bodies with every. shit about shit that everyone likes cause we are through being cool I hope you're not through listening night riders witness this is who Yeah.